51 Radio Impound Podcast. If you're listening to the audio version, don't forget, we also do a video version. Available on YouTube and, and uh, well, I guess that's it. Just on YouTube and, oh no, YouTube and Facebook. But who watches a video on Facebook? <laughs> like, who, who would watch a two-hour podcast on Facebook? I probably <clears throat> On Facebook? Maybe on YouTube. We'll put it up on your TV. On the YouTubes? Yeah. Yeah. So I have on the screen here, I have the uh, 10 scale nationals going on in uh, Georgia at the uh, the yard. What's the name of it? It's actually Hobbytown Columbus, I believe. Oh, I saw the yard back there. That's why I was like, oh, the yard. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what that reference is, but I think it's called Hobbytown Columbus. And <clears throat> and oddly enough, you're not there. I am not there. No. Dang. But I know where you will be next week. The same place that I will be at, the Mugen Challenge at LCRC Raceway. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm calling it right now. No, no, no. You're doing it wrong. What? I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let me talk to you. That's right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Perfect. Jason's going to be like, man, I'm not going. (laughs) Uh, Can I get out of this? Can I get... Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so this is kind of the first race, a uh, large race on this level, of course, that they've had here at this location in Columbus, Georgia. And uh, Sean Harding, who is a guy that all those banners in the background that say uh, coming on the back straightaway um, are a lot of his races. He got, he has a series that goes travels throughout really the – the uh, the southeast called uh, the Snap Hard Racing League. Oh, and it makes me laugh the Snap part of it. Um, but yeah, he's a race promoter, but he works at this track at Hobbytown, and uh, they, <clears throat> you know, they they asked to get in on this Roar National, and they were accept their bid was accepted. Mm-hmm. And now here they are uh, hosting the Roar Nats. So uh, I, I think that Sean put a lot of kind of blood, sweat, and <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears. Tears, right. Uh. Into into this. Right. And, I mean, you can see this. The uh, I talked to Paul today on the phone, and, you know, he's there uh, for us. He drove the van up with, uh, with a Tyler Hooks and then – Hannah Hardison met him in there, uh, met him, uh, met them there at uh, Columbus. So we got our uh, three-headed monster of J Concepts. Uh, three-headed monster, I like that. So uh, Paul's actually racing some Masters class. Tyler's racing seventeen five and thirteen five. Ah, Hannah's, all right. doing, Hannah's doing her normal uh, media. Uh, so she got a lot of photos up today. Uh, if you check, you want to see what's going on at the Nats, check us out on Facebook. 
uh, J Concepts Inc. on Facebook. But that'll be going on all weekend. And um, yeah, we've been, it's been tough so far uh, there for, for everybody getting used to this track. Um, you know, it, you know, with the video running here in the background, you can see it looks <clears throat> kind of normal. <laughs> but yeah. But the reality is, is everyone's really had a lot of trouble finding the, the tire that, that they want to reuse here. Um, you know, for the most part, we haven't. Uh, we did have a warm-up race that Dustin Evans went to, along with several other of our drivers that are locals. Uh, they come in, uh, Chris Van Ayer, and a lot of other guys have been there trying to get dialed in. And... Um, you know, those guys is running really kind of kind of taught us that we had to bring almost everything to this race and then some. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't it's, – it's been tough for everybody to kind of get going and feel comfortable about their tire selection. And uh, from what I understand, everybody is – getting better the track is getting better the drivers are, are getting better and i think everyone's starting to feel a little more confident um in 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 what they're doing <clears throat> selections are making but uh yeah it's definitely caused everybody a little bit of concern the first two days here they really yeah just they've been all over the map on tire compounds just not really settled in on anything till maybe midway through the day today. I kind of, maybe three, it was probably three quarters of the way through today. I got a little bit of information. We got a no apology shirt on the driver's stand there. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I see that. Look at that. And so, yeah, I got a message about three quarters of the way through the day, I guess. And everyone was saying, um, guys are feeling a little more comfortable and kind of narrowing down the selection on tires a little more. So that made me feel better uh, that the drivers are starting to run a little uh, better and knowing what they want to do. Of course, nobody's, of course you're only happy when you're winning, but right. Um, but yeah. Um, so, uh, so you brought everything to the, uh, you know, Paul and them brought everything, every compound imaginable. Yeah, I mean, we, we weren't really, sure, right? Yeah, we really weren't sure what was going to happen. You know, all the input. I'll go ahead and share that we're live here. Paul. Yeah, Joe Zare checking in. Top fan checking in. There we go. He's a top fan now. Become a top fan of Radio Impound Podcast. Interact with us on Facebook. It really helps us out. Uh, Jake Ingstrom is back from his trip in uh, Alaska. I don't know if you've been following Jake Ingstrom. He's been uh, all over Alaska doing a bunch of things. Uh, now, apparently, he's checking in from Street Break Circuit in Largo, Florida. So he's back from Alaska. Now he's in Largo, Florida. Uh, Jake Ingstrom is saying this is a uh, drift track. There you go. Uh, we always like drifting, right? Uh, drifting, you know, that's interesting because 
<clears throat> the RC, drifting RC work, the, the RC, how do I want to say this? Drift, <laughs> drifting, drifting in the RC world has been around for many years, but it's, I feel like it's been picking up some momentum in the USA as of late. Hmm. And, um, I haven't personally tried it. Um, I've been at Northwest hobbies. They have a good, they have a pretty fun little scene. Uh, last few times I've been to Northwest hobbies, got to see a lot of drivers doing some drift, but I mean, there is some really phenomenal looking circuits <clears throat> out there for drifting RC drifting. Yeah. They have the, it looks like cities and stuff around the track. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's picking up some momentum, I think. Uh, it's just another avenue of RC that we have today. That uh, so, how do you win at drifting? Because it looks like nobody passes anybody. It just kind of looks like they follow the leader and just go around the track. I honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Jake's saying drift cars are like scalers for on road. Okay, all right. You know the the uh, if I send you a. a a photo of a drift car. I mean, you're really not going to believe how. Well, I mean, I've seen them. I've been watching them on YouTube and actually Carrie likes to watch the drifting, but, um, J yeah, Jared, I don't know. Jared Mitch has been doing quite a bit of it. Oh, that's right. He's been and, into that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he's kind of got, he's one of those guys that kind of has the knack for RC. So it doesn't matter what he picks up. If it's an RC car, he's going to be able to drive it. And he's posted some pretty good videos. What I've been told, though, about RC drifting is it's almost a disadvantage, I've been told, if you are a, a traditional RC driver because there's so many gyro. There's, it's, it runs so much with a gyro. Mm, interesting. That... Traditional RC drivers, um, you know, traditional RC drivers kind of struggle a little bit with it because they're used to counter steering and being kind of in control of all these things. And with the gyros, I guess, that are in the drift cars, uh, it, it takes some getting used to if you can ever get used to it for a traditional driver, but it looks like J.R. Mitch has kind of got the kind of got a handle on it. He's doing pretty good. I watch his videos and, um, um, <laughs> Joe's there saying there's so much gyro. It's a tie in. <laughs> All right. So how is this a drift? Uh, Jake Ingstrom, uh, how's this a uh, drift car track? My guess is he's at a real drift car event. Oh, I misunderstood him. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's that was what. Oh, right. you know what? I, uh, I, no, I think you're right. I think he is at the RC. <clears throat> <clears throat> this might actually be their night where they do the drifting. So maybe Jr. Oh, at the track that uh, Jake races at. Uh, the the track where Jr. has been going to to do the drifting. Oh, got you. Okay. <laughs> so. Hmm. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Joe was mentioning here, he's asking if Tyler, he thought Tyler drifted. And he actually doesn't. He hasn't done that yet, but 
I wouldn't be surprised there he is term marshaling right now, actually. Oh, well, um, well, but that. he, I'm sure he would do pretty well. <laughs> uh, Jake is saying Thursday and Saturday nights, uh, JR comes here on Saturdays. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I've been kind of wanting to go over there and watch it at some point and kind of take it in because I just like everything RC and yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Yeah, I mean I've I've kind of tried. I'm not going to say I tried it all, but I've tried a lot of different things. And, uh, so at one of these times, I've never driven eight scale nitro on road. One of these years I'm going to have to do that, but definitely going to need a mechanic. Um, yeah, you're going to need uh, maybe even a driver. Um, I was watching RC TV over the weekend and, uh, there was an eight scale race somewhere. Maybe I was watching something old, but, uh, RC. Okay. RC TV. Yeah. And, uh, a scale, gas, nitro, on road. Uh, Joe's there saying that uh, a scale nitro on road is the bomb. Nothing like it. Okay. Yeah, well. I mean most 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 everyone says the same about it. Is it's kind of the it's kind of the big boys of RC uh, in terms of, but it's a big commitment. You know, it's. It's I don't also, like the way I don't like the way the cars look. No. It's it's also the I think the most expensive from what I understand. I would imagine. And what what I notice in that class is a lot of older drivers still have a lot of fun and success in eight scale on road. Um, Larry Tom saying that the uh, national track looks dope. Oh yeah, the layout. Uh, they were being very secretive about this layout, and ah, I like that. I like that. No warm up race with the exact layout. And, uh, no, what they did, yeah, is they they actually the Sean and crew they built this track layout, and they wouldn't let anybody in to look at it to see it. They actually do. They put stuff over the windows so you couldn't see in the track. Wow, that's crazy. Um, so Paul said they were really secretive, and then they debuted it the day everybody could get on it. So so how did you uh, like determine, hey, uh, Paul, take these tires with you? Did you just take a bunch of stuff with you? Well, no. I mean, we did have or- the warm-up race that Dustin and a few of our other drivers, and we had locals that told us what. So you know what kind of dirt it is. Yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it's a track that runs continually all the time. Uh, I mean, great so, they switch up the dirt on you. But, you know, we had a general idea. Um, <clears throat> but we, yeah, we brought pretty much every compound that we make. Yeah. All right. And I think they've gone through <laughs> them all. <laughs> I think they have, I think they've tried, I think they've tried them all. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's amazing what you can get done when you have to. Um, but, you know what you need to do, Larry Tom, is build the exact same track for the world. Same layout. <laughs> same layout, everything. That'd be awesome. And don't let anybody know until they check in. Dude, that, how epic would that be? Hey, wait, this is the same one as the world. 
And then change it overnight. Just change it. Just go balls to the wall. Change it overnight right before the seating. Sorry, guys. We're going to make a change here. <laughs> Let's see how good you guys really are. Uh, Larry Tom saying all. And can you do these podcasts later in the day so I can still work? Well, man, this is pretty late for us. This is, a matter of fact, this is like uh, eight thirty for us. Jason's ready to go to bed. Yeah, we were gonna. We almost delayed the podcast until tomorrow. But I have some news for you. We're still gonna do a podcast tomorrow, and it's gonna be me and Kirby Hand doing a uh, RC car action. And uh, we're gonna try and find the one that Joel Johnson won the worlds with the Evolution. And we're going to go through that one. Jason will be absent from that one, right, Jason? I'm going to be here. Oh, well, maybe he'll be here. There you go. So maybe two podcasts in one week. What are we doing? Not only not only in one week, they're back-to-back. Back-to-back? Back-to-back podcasts? Man, we are killing it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pumping up those numbers. We'll be at 500 before you know it. <laughs> I'm trying to get Jason to do one every day of the week, but uh, you know, twice a week that we'll we'll take that. Uh, Larry Thompson, Larry Tom said that uh, that's not going to happen. He's not going to uh, do the exact same layout and the uh, dirt. So, Larry Tom, um, I need your um, opinion. Should I come out to that race or not? Um, Joe Zare saying old RC car actions, remembering days when we thought we were good. Yeah, I never, I never thought I was good, Jason. To be honest with you, I just, I mean, I knew I was good at my local track, but um, I knew outside of the track I was a mess. So, well, what I will say is, I know I was good. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, I'm watching all these old videos on YouTube. I'm getting pumped up for my Joel Johnson car. You know, I'm hoping that I uh, get this car first of all. I mean, you guys are telling me Tower Hobbies is trustworthy. It's part of Horizon. So I think I might get it. Yeah, you'll do fine. I'm sure sure Larry will. uh, He'll probably be getting in a couple of those Joel Johnson cars, too, over at Hobby Action. All right. Maybe if I don't get one, Larry Tom can uh, hook me up. Yeah. But um, a couple in. Well, I'm hoping. Every time I go there, I'm thinking. I almost buy a kit every time I go there of just something because he's got Tamiya cars there. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. And I'm just like, man, I just, for some reason, every time I'm in a hobby store, I want to buy something. I just still like all the stuff. So yeah, you still like a kid out there. Um, Larry Tom saying I should attend that race. So, I mean, it's not a problem. I just, you know, I am with around a lot of people get social anxiety. Um. Uh, Larry's saying, "What am I getting you?" I was monotasking. Uh, in case I cannot get a Joel Johnson Kyosho Ultima Edition car from '87, uh, you're my man. I need you to just put one aside. I'll tell you if I get one. I'll message you, and uh, then you just sell it to whoever. Let's see. Where was I was gonna make a point about that um, about my pre-order. You had a point. Well, I was gonna say something about it. What the heck was that? Pre-order. 
yeah. So anyway, Tower Hobbies. So I, I was satisfied when you told me. I didn't know that they were part of Horizon. Now I'm getting um, when I go log into YouTube. Uh, excuse me, I, I have a bit of a cold, but uh, maybe it's coronavirus. So maybe I'll bring that to LCRC. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um. So, um, but when you told me it was part of Horizon, which I didn't know, so I feel safer about that. I might get my. Uh, Joel Johnson edition. And Joel said he'll make it a little extra special for me. So well you have to send it to him, then he's gonna autograph it. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We got something in the works there. And plus we're gonna have him on the podcast when that releases. Um yeah, I've already contacted him. I've been bugging him. So <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm oh, going to show you something. You anyway. know where I'm going with this? Huh? The whole last episode, <clears throat> all we talked about was Joel Johnson. He was running, he was running a Legends race. Yeah, he's the man. I pulled, what? I, I pulled up the results. He wasn't even racing. Yeah, he just showed up to make it. A, listen, he's magic. Joel Magic Johnson. He made an appearance to bump up the entries. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think he just ran one time, and that was it, right? He had to go. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I was like, today I'm like, you know what? Before the podcast, I'm like, I need to go check the results <clears throat> so we can kind of follow up on where we were at the end. I'm thinking, I'm like, why is Josh Cyril dominating every race? Yeah, because Joel wasn't there. And Joel is not even in the results. And I'm like, and he was the only one we were watching during the podcast. Now I find out he wasn't racing. And then Josh wasn't even there for the practice and shows up and then dominates. <laughs> what What is with that? I mean, who else is there at the uh, Legends race? Paul Lemieux was racing, right? Ralph Birch, who is probably one of the most underrated drivers of all time. I would say Ralph Birch is. All right. I'll have to look at, I have to make sure. Let me go back to my top list here. All right. You do that, and I want to show you uh, something I have here. Hold on one second. What the heck? I got I got Ralph Birch on my list. Yeah, Ralph Birch. And I have a Joel Johnson ad. Look at this. Russ Bryant, what's going on, man? It says here, uh, the car that Joel Johnson used to win his 22nd Roar, Nas- Roar National title is ready for you to win your first. All you had to do was buy this car and you win a title yeah i don't think it's that that easy but uh anyway look at that ad see that i was definitely at what does it say what race he won there like what year uh 1995 okay the lord modified on road oval on road and oval national championships he won with this car well not this car but uh you know obviously it was the if it's oval it's the 
super speedway version. Yeah, that's the road course one right there. Yeah, this is the road course one. Magic Johnson, man. Well, well, um, I did not have that car, uh, but I had an I had many associated twelve scale cars. What's well, not associated? It's a revolver. Well, no, I'm saying I had many associated cars, but I didn't have. I'd never had a Trinity car. It's a revolver twenty two J. Magic Johnson, man. All right, let's. Um, we got to get off a of jewel here. <laughs> Soon to be on the podcast, folks. I've contacted him. Okay. All right, so uh, let's see. Let me let's catch up on here in the chat room, and I appreciate you guys joining the chat. We even got some uh, YouTube chats here. So yeah, uh, head on the YouTube's. Yeah, I'm trying to crank up that YouTube. I never promote it. Uh, let's crank it up. Let's try and get that plaque that they give out to everybody. <laughs> I doubt yeah, we'll reach that, but for the anyway. million subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get a plaque on YouTube? I mean, you got to be up no, there, right? No, not even close. Oh, okay. I think you got to get. I think the first milestone is like a hundred thousand. Oh, we'll never reach that. Forget that. Um, I mean, I could. I could just go to the sites that boost up your numbers and make it look like you have. Uh, but I, I don't want to do that. Well, I'm sure people do that for sure. Uh. uh So Justin Doyle checking in saying, uh, I think I'm getting this A-scale tire thing figured out. If you equip your bag with all the uh, recon relapse. Re oh, I get it here. With all the ER, which is uh, <laughs> ER, R-E, recon relapse. Re and he, he said relapse twice. In all the compounds, that's the Chico. Okay, whatever. Uh that's pretty interesting, though, Jason. You have recon, relapse, and what else do you have? Reflex. Reflex. That's what he meant to type. We actually have more than that, too. It is pretty scary how many re tires we have with re, re. in front of it. Yeah, RE. Um, that, that Jader, Jader Lopez was the first person that kind of brought that up to me. It was kind of funny. Um, but I don't know why it ended up like that. But I'm surprised I didn't check. You know, usually I catch on to that stuff, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but for some reason, I guess those are just all appealing to me. Those, those. So names. it wasn't planned, right? No. Uh, Tom Hansen saying, "Where's Kirby? Kirby will be here tomorrow night, Friday night podcast. Jason might be here, and we're going to be looking at an old RC car action brought to you by Car Action Boost. Head over to Car Action Boost, subscribe." It's $50 a year. I ponied up for it. They didn't give it to me for free. I did the $50 a year. And not only do you get <clears throat> all the old publications, but you get all these exclusive interviews. They sent me an email today about, hey, there's an interview with this guy, you know, stuff like that. But uh, it's pretty cool. And then you can also, what I like about it is you can flip the pages like you're actually reading a magazine, like in the old days. Remember when you used to do that? When you used to turn pages. When you turn pages in school during class. <clears throat> uh, I like this one because I always joke around with Jason about this. <laughs> Jared uh, 
Yeah, I'm not going to try and pronounce your last name. Uh, does someone at JCon have drug issues? That's a funny one because I always joke around with you about that, right, Jason? Yeah, you have in the past. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Nobody has any drug issues for sure. No. Um, we're all uh, we're da- we're tested on a weekly basis. And you know, it's just I think what's funny is <laughs> I'm trying to think what I feel are some of the best tire names of all time and you oh. know, I have a list on my phone of names that I just if I think of something I put it on my phone. I have an I have a list of um, written down that I printed a long time ago uh, that's I have by my desk. And I, I just kind of look these things over every time we got a product that needs a name. And um, yeah, I just, these, some of these words are just kind of cool to me. Like they don't really, like, I don't really ever look at them. Like um, I actually look at them kind of backwards. I look at it like, when I see the word, you know, when I see the, the word, I see the tire, right? Like, right. Like if somebody says to me, you know, he's having a relapse, mm-hmm. I think of the tire, you know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, but yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think I, I thought to me when I was, when I was doing my racing, um, I thought that, one of the coolest tire names was I always liked fuzzies and square fuzzies. I thought square fuzzies was the coolest tire name back then. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's the whole shots of course, and that was a cool name, but I didn't think it was, it wasn't original in a sense. Like, you know, you, you, you hear the word, you, you hear the word, um, Whole shot a lot in ra- any kind of racing, right? You get the whole yeah. shot, right? and that's why they named it that, I'm sure. But uh, to me, I just thought like it was so cool to have kind of made up words too, that you know were combinations of things and different. And I and then once you had like an interesting name and you had an interesting tire, it made it that much more attractive. I thought. Okay. So, you know, to me, if you just said. Uh, you know, you know when we have we have a couple boring names too, but you know we have a few that are kind of boring. But like to me, if you just said, "Oh, you're running the spike tires," and you just yeah. call them spike tires, like no. it's not it's not that cool. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like to me, like if you just said, and instead of but instead of spike, you called it like like crew cut or something, you know, cause like the spiky, you know what I mean? I think like the Joel Johnson spiky, um, hair, hair. flat top. You yeah. Know, like you, so you could say like, instead of the having a spike tire, you have the crew cut, you know? Yeah. And like, to me, like you're kind of getting across a similar point, but like in a, like a much funner way. And I get it. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, makes you, makes you think a little too. Rehab. Well, is he thinking of this or is he thinking of this? Yeah. Yeah, to me, I, gotta I don't really have my program. You know what I mean? I got to rehab my program. Yeah, it's yeah. So 
what what happened is I think we kind of got on we got on that tangent when we had the tire called the detox. You know, we came out with this very interesting close um, pin design tire. There's really nothing that's ever been like it before, I don't believe. And um, for some reason, I was watching something, and you just for a while you hear like this, you know these these different words and things. And I'm just like, yeah, let's just go with this name. This is yeah, I like it. And when when the tire came out and we started using it, the name caught on really really quickly with people, and they didn't forget it. Uh, they were uh, people really responded to that name, and you know then we obviously we had the rehabs and relapse and you know these different things. But. <laughs> it does sound like uh, somebody has a problem but yeah well <clears throat> i like it though i seriously like it it's cool yeah i mean they're just words right exactly uh jason santos checking in he says hey guys um sorry i didn't make it to that race on august 5th i think it was i was in the harrisburg area but it, i'll tell you what jason I almost made it there, but then I went outside. It was too damn hot. <laughs> but I might be in trouble for the Mugen Challenge. Jay, I'm showing up for the Mugen Challenge. Mark my word. And uh, Jason Santos, one day I will show up to a Pit Stop Hobbies vintage race. Is that what they're doing? Uh, I like this. Uh, Tom Bishop says here, Jason, I think the next name for a tire should be the Weekender. I do like that. Weekender. It's not a bad name. It's pretty good. I don't think that has anything to do with the drug reference, but <laughs> yeah, Justin Doyle mentions here in the chat uh, dirt uh, web, dirt webs and double D's are you know and double D's Allison, is good. Yeah. yeah, Allison named that one. That was the first tire we made, and she the, named the, the double D's part. Yep. Wow. The cancel um, culture didn't come after you. And uh, dirt dirt webs was my name because it was uh, like a, a web. We just had to use webs because the tire ha- had a kind of web pattern. And then dirt um, Kinwald was involved. It was a a tire that he cut up and okay. put together. So dirt was for for Brian Kinwald, and then webs was my um, addition to the look of it. Uh, why it looked, and so we came up with dirt webs, and uh, it is a good one. I think it's yeah. a good one too. Those are two two good names there. Uh, Jason Santos is saying um, need to have a tie a name the tire competition. Which in our personal chat, Jason has been asking us name for tires, and we've been kind of coming up with some form. So. Uh, I don't know if you like any of them. But uh, yeah, there, I think there was a couple good ones in there. Yeah. Um, Alex Sturgeon, the uh, Hobbyplex uh, podcast on YouTube. Uh, st- uh, he st- he thinks still. I still think the ellipses should have been called uh, spider webs. And I think. I can totally agree with them. I, I want to say that the, one of the reasons we didn't do that is because I was thinking there we were going to make a tire that looked even more like spider webs. And then we were going to name that one spider webs. So 
um, so the, the the progression I thought was going to be well, we're going to have the ellip- this attire like ellipses, but we're going to make another one that's going to look even more like spider webs, and we'll use that name when we get to that that tire. But um, it we went we did a lot more slick track racing, <clears throat> slick tires, so we never really made another bar tire yet. So this dude has answers for everything, Alex. So I like it. <clears throat> Um, Justin Zubert saying, if it's 95 degrees, are you still showing up to LSR? I'm, I'll be the, I'll be at LCRC for the Mugen Challenge, no matter what the weather, because I don't get to see my boy Jason much, and uh, the worlds is still up, kind of up in the air. I just need a room to stay in. If somebody can hook me up with the room to stay in, uh, I'll be there. That's all I need. I could get my flight. I mean, you look, I don't need anybody to pay for my room, but uh, I guess they're all booked up, right, Jason? No. Are they all booked up? No. They're not. Mm. All right. Well, maybe I can work, make that work. <laughs> uh, well, I, I remember I showed you that it's open, and I said, should I book it? And you said, or should I, or should I wait? And he said, <laughs> you should wait. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm 95% sure I can make that race. Not a problem. I just have, I don't know what it is about. Commitment issues. I just have, what's that? Commitment Com- Commitment and social anxiety. I feel like I shouldn't be at certain places. Mm-hmm. Even though that's, like, my environment, and I'll be with Jason, and I'll be fine. I don't know how to explain it. Introvert. That's all I got to tell you. Um, <laughs> Justin Jubert saying I bailed last time. <laughs> no, I'll be there. I'll be there. <clears throat> Are you going to be there, Jubert? That's the question. You know what I'm kind of excited about? They better what? still have them. That, um, uh, Kirby introduced me to some kind of lemon or no lime fate flavored tea at Sheets. I was killing those things, man. That was my oh, dream. Really? Where yeah. at? Where were you killing them at? Uh, at LCRC last time I was there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Kirby introduced me to that drink, and I, I was just after that. I was just killing them, like because I know was, you were somewhere recently. Yeah, with, with the sheets in the area. Where was that yeah. at? Man, uh, where was that? Um, was it up uh, Connecticut? Or no, no. Where where was hmm. I? Maybe they had them in. Uh, did they have them in New York? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Might have been New York. <laughs> uh, Justin Jubert in the chat saying I will be at a concert on Friday and Sunday night. Uh, I would be at. Oh, so he's not going to be at LCR. Yeah, well, he retired anyway. He's done. With the, he's retired. He stopped by the uh, the race when I was at the E Nationals there in New York, and right, I I don't think that's too far from him. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to. Obviously, it's you know I kind of well yeah. Well, one of the things is you know we got the. Uh, Paul, you know, we got the, the three-headed monster, Paul, Tyler, Hannah. We got them at the the Nationals this weekend. And I, and I decided to stay back because I'm like, you know, I'll take 
the next weekend and go to Mugen because normally, you know, Tyler went uh, there for us last year. Right. I was there probably two, two years before that. But um, yeah, it's been a while since I've been there. So I'm ready to go back and hang out there at LCRC. Yeah. And hanging out with me. What up? Me and Kirby, what better, you know, Kirby would be there Friday, I guess, right? And I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Doesn't get any better than that. Jason might cancel his plans now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Tom Bishop saying the sheets is a PA South thing. But I think it goes even further than uh, PA South. I think it goes into Maryland. Well, I know it goes into Virginia, so we got some. I mean, it, it's some lime flavored, some lime f- flavored tea that Kirby. Uh, the Gallagher's, the Gallagher's, or whatever. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yep. Um. So <laughs> that's gonna be my drink. Hopefully, they still got it there. Yeah, they'll have it. I'm gonna have to get that on ice. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Gotta it's get that cooler on ice. <clears throat> so are we bringing the trailer there so we can sit in air conditioning or we got sitting out in the heat? Uh, no, no trailer. No trailer, but uh, we'll be under the tent. We'll be hanging out with Mayfield, Spencer. Is Spencer going to be there? Spencer's not going to be there. All right, so Mayfield, Adam obviously. Drake. And who else? Adam Drake. Adam Drake, okay. We got we got a lot of racers. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a big it's going to be a big event. There. <laughs> They're working on the track right now. And if any of those guys need my help, I'll be there. Last time I helped uh, Adam Drake out, I was at the driver's stand with him, and uh, he's like, hey, can you run back and get my gun? And I'm like, oh, Jesus. And I ran back and got his gun. Uh, thankfully. At, uh, fuel gun. Fuel gun. Fuel gun, right. Yeah. yeah fuel gun. I got to meet that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I better watch myself there. I had to go get his fuel gun, not his gun. <laughs> And uh, thankfully, Rhonda was there because he's like, hey, can you get it out of my bag? It's in my bag. It should be right on top. I'm like, oh, my God. If I screw this up, Adam Drake's going to be pissed. Um, uh, <laughs> Kirby, Kirby hand check it in. I uh, saying uh, that I brought back. <laughs> that I brought back a bottle of water. Yeah, I was afraid I might do that. So, All right, Kirby. Well, we'll see you tomorrow night, Kirby. <clears throat> Justin Jubert saying, <laughs> God, he had no clue what he was talking about. <laughs> it's true. Well, I was just hoping that I'd, I would get everything correct. And I was like, okay. But Rhonda was there. She grabbed it and said, here, give it to him. I was like, sweet. Because I was seriously nervous, dude. I thought I had to go digging through his bag. And then I'd pull something out wrong. But Nine uh, in there. Kirby's, uh, oh, okay, Kirby's taking a nap. I saw B4, and I thought, thought he was talking about the associated B4. But uh, he's taking a nap before work. Good night. All right, Kirby, good night. We'll see you tomorrow on the Radio Empire podcast. I guess we could call it 252 edition. This is 251. Uh, the pan, <laughs> Justin Juber, the panic in his face was excellent. It seriously was because he looked over at me and he's like, God, go get my, 
my fuel gun out of my bag and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, don't screw this up. All right. So there we go. I think I'm all caught up. <clears throat> so, yeah, I just had the um, Airbnb host message me yesterday asking if they said what they're like, uh, what snacks or breakfast would you type of stuff would you like us to stock in the Airbnb? And I'm thinking, damn, I didn't really even know how to answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. I mean, so somebody's on site to cook you breakfast? No, 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 no. Like they're just gonna leave like snacks at the their for you. I mean, I guess just donuts or whatever. <laughs> so is this something um I know you, you sent me the photos of the Airbnb. Is this something I can stay at? Or do I have to travel back and forth to Carrie's house? Which is not it's about forty five minutes away. Not even we gotta, we gotta see what um here's the problem. I snore. So I don't wanna be distracting yeah. anybody. You're, if un, I can, you're uninvited. Ah, all right. All right. I'll just go to Carrie's house and then I'll just drive up every day. That'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex Sturgeon says edibles. Oh, well, well there you go. So just that. <laughs> I don't even really know what, what, what is edibles? What is that? Well, you know what it is. It's no, like, I, don't. I don't. Just to make it. you high. Really? Yeah. So you just eat stuff? That's what it is? Yeah, it's like mushrooms and. You know, or gummy bears that are, you know, THC laced. Wow. Okay. Make you high. All right. Yeah, that's not legal in Pennsylvania, Alex. We would not be partaking in any of that. Just so you know. Yeah, I have no idea. I Every time, like, I see when somebody types that, um, I always think of, like, you ever see those... That store called Ed- Edible Arrangements. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. The that's flowers they can eat. Yeah, that's what I think of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this is a different type of edibles. So, so the ones that uh, will really get you high. You'll think that Mayfield's winning, and he may actually not be winning. That's how it will affect you. All right, uh, so Joe Jarrett saying, wait, do you not live with Carrie? Haven't you been together for 40 years? <laughs> so um, it's hard to – well, no, Carrie lives with me. Um, she's allowed to work from home, um, and she has a house in Harrisburg. So what I will do is – uh, next weekend, she's going to Vegas. Actually, I was talking to Jason about this because you were saying that uh, Allison wanted to go uh, to Vegas to see Adele. And uh, I'd she love to see Adele. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know. I don't listen to music, so I don't know who everybody is. But um, she's going to see Adele with her sister, and her house in Harrisburg is actually like two miles away from Motorama. That gives you an idea, and. Um, so what I will do is go to LCRC, and at night I will go to Carrie's house, which is I think it's under, you know, it's under forty-five minutes from there, and uh, I'll go stay there overnight, and that way I could snore away without bothering Jason, and sure. uh, 
<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and uh, I will come to LCRC in the morning and hang out. So this is something I will do. I will not disappoint Jason. Oh, maybe I will by showing up. <laughs> but uh, no, it'll be a lot of fun and hanging out with the guys and seeing everybody. So I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, I really look forward to it. So maybe even the world's. We'll see what happens. Um, Tom Bishop saying I should pitch a tent in the backyard. A pinch a tent in the backyard. I guess at LCRC. I guess they have like a camping section where everybody's going to just be sleeping. Um, <laughs> a lot of comments there. Yeah. Uh, Justin Doyle says, yeah, the Carrie's house threw me off. So yeah, she, like I said, she has a house in Harrisburg and, uh, two miles from, uh, Motorama. So I haven't been to Mo- Motorama and actually I had a uh, message from somebody recently saying, Hey, when's the last time you're, you know, you're at Motorama. And man, I think it was like 2014, I think it was. So that's coming um, up on like a eleven year anniversary. Yeah, ten ten year anniversary. And I don't know why I just haven't uh, been back to it. So <clears throat> it's kind of it, it goes back to my introvert introvert thing. So it's a thing. Uh, it's a thing. I have it. I get social anxiety. So if you see me at, uh, I'm fine. I get. I don't know. I'm fine at LCRC. But if I go to the worlds, I kind of would be like, feel like I'm kind of out of my element for some reason. And uh, all those video games, I guess. But I mean, as long as I'm hanging out with Jason, I'll be fine. But if Jason kind of ignores me, then I'll be in trouble. <laughs> yep. That's a yeah, yeah. Um, Joe's there saying he almost bought a house by Thunder Road because they're only 120k in that area. Dodge that bullet. I'm not sure. Jason, maybe you know what that means, but Thunder Road. Well, yeah. Um, he's talking about the, the the track that we used to have our event at at the end of each year for the. NCTS series. So he said he almost bought a house near there, but uh, where's that at? It's in, it was in St. Cloud, Minnesota. All right. Okay. Uh, Justin Doyle saying a beer or two will cure that social anxiety. Well, I don't think there's a, alcohol is not allowed at the track. So we can't do that. We want to play by the rules. A lot of it. Uh, Dave Bowman. I haven't heard this name in the chat. Are spectators allowed at the Worlds? Are the pit areas restricted? And this is the question I had for you, Jason. Am I going to be allowed in the pits with you if I go to the Worlds? You'll probably be allowed. You you can hang out under our. We're, we're going to have a tent there. Okay. <clears throat> but you probably won't be able to get into the pits where the racers are. Even with the Radio Impound Podcast media. Well, if you have a Radio Impound podcast media badge, then you probably would be able to. Hmm. So, so would it be still worth it for me to go to Worlds if I can't get into the pits? 
Because I won't be able to hang out with you, right? No, no, you know, we'll be hanging. We'll like our our pit area is going to be under our tent, and uh, I'll be allowed into the tent. Yeah. Okay. Because if I'm on the outside <laughs> looking, then I'm in trouble. I'll be uh, I'll be out well, there in heartbeat. What I what I think is going on is traditionally <clears throat> the way they've always set up the race is that you have to have a badge to enter the pits either as a driver or a mechanic or a media or a race official. That's the only way you could get if in, Mar rules into the pits, right? That's an right. if Mar setup. And then they have areas for spectators. So um, <clears throat> I think the way that they're going to do this is I want to say that they had a live video last week with Larry and they plan on having some bleachers in there for spectators okay. and spectators are allowed. And it, it is, you know, usually it all free to attend. You can come out and, you know, check it out and it's free, but I think um, you, you want to get there at a time where it's not going to be super packed. And I have a feeling that they're going to have a lot of, trouble with too many spectators there uh, there's going to be a lot of people uh, trying to get in to watch especially on main day and you're going to have everybody that raced in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s and their buddies and everybody coming in um, you know during that time and so it's going to be a challenge because the way the track is set up there, it's not as easy to have a lot of spectators and a lot of pit area at the same time. So it's going to be tricky, but, right. but I think, I think they'll, they'll get it worked out. They're working on it right now. And they got a lot of, um, you know, they, they, they have a lot of, a lot of help there. They have a lot of volunteers and I think they'll, they'll do a good job keeping things organized as, as much as they can. Uh, I'm just going through the comments here in the chat. Uh, Nick DeVito. What's up, Nick? Nick, uh, by the way, uh, promotes radio on Pump podcast. So. I'm at the Nats running my double X four and B two. That's interesting. That's really cool because I actually tuned on today to watch and he was actually up when I was there. So it was kind of interesting. Nice. Like, yeah. Like right when I got right, right when I tuned in, I was like, Whoa, there he is. All right. I'm rooting for Nick. And then Lonzy Lons, Nick puts in his uh, sponsorship radio, radio impound podcast. Don't just sounds, put rip. Sounds like he does. All right. Sweet. Nick, so I got to watch this uh, this weekend. Uh, so, yeah, we got some more comments here. We got here. We go. Nick saying he is repping rip logos on my bodies. Sweet. You know, I appreciate it, Nick, for real. That's awesome, man. He's been doing it since pretty much since we started. So. I appreciate uh, appreciate Nick a lot, and uh, anybody that uh, you know gets our name out there. So, 
And uh, unfortunately, we don't offer much to you guys. We don't offer anything other than uh, shout outs, but uh, it is what it is, right? So thank you. Uh, what else were you looking at, Jason, here? Um, yeah, one was interesting here from Joe Zaire talking about uh, Ephra officiating. He's saying, uh, hopefully, nobody from Ephra will officiate. Cherry on racing in Europe is against the rules. Uh, they threatened to boot Neil Craig from the Euros. What's this all about, Jason? You know, I don't know that particular story 100%, but normally at the Worlds and races, and I would assume that it's the same in Ephra, is you can't, while the qualifier is going on, you're not supposed to be underneath the driver stand, like telling the racer, you know, what the, his lap times are or cheering them on and somehow oh. trying to influence the, uh, what's happening. Right. Okay. So like, for instance, at the worlds, they don't tell you really what your pace is and all that while the race is going on in a qualifier. So they don't say like, you know, Hey, car number two, um, you know, Ryan Mayfield, you're in the lead. You're on a 18 laps, 502 pace, followed by. They don't really, they don't do that because they say they think that's like um, coaching the driver. So interesting. So traditionally, you're not allowed to do that in Ifmar or Efra races. Um, but in the main events, you're allowed to cheer the racers on. You know what I mean? Because in the main events, the lap times really don't necessarily matter. You're just cheering heads up, right? So it's like you're just mm -hmm. cheering for the cars to beat each other. And as far as I know and as far all the, the worlds that I've raced, um, all the races I've been there, you can cheer during the main events or whatever you want to do. But um, okay. during the qualifying is where they, the race announcer is not supposed to coach and nobody underneath the driver's stand or around is supposed to coach either. Wow. Dang. Is uh, there saying he would get uh, kicked out for that? <laughs> he might. Yeah. He might get kicked out. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, this is interesting, you know, what Alex was saying. And you know what? This is awesome that he looked mm -hmm. into this and thought about it. And it is a major concern, what Alex is saying here. And you, you can say, Gotti, what he was saying. Uh, Alex says, when I was considering putting, putting in for the Worlds, figuring how to separate spectators from everything was a major issue for us. It, it is. And... Um, because at Alex's track, there is very little room for spectators also. They would have to kind of redesign the track around having spectators in a sense, I think. They'd almost have to put like a border around the track itself so that they could put spectators around the whole track, not just like on the top side uh, is kind of the way his track is. So, yeah, it would be a challenge there. You could do it. Um, so you can't stand there and just root a guy on like Mayfield? No, in the Dakota? mains, you can. In the mains, you can. 
So you just can't be beneath the driver's yeah, stand. Yeah, what they don't want you doing is being underneath the driver's stand, yelling up at Ryan like, "You're on a TQ run, dude. Twenty-one-two. You're on a fast lap. You know, like yeah. they don't they don't want that coaching, and the announcer doesn't coach either. Got you. Um, well, isn't his guy like? Well, I guess. Um, yeah, never mind. I was thinking. A scale where they have the headsets is in this guy in there saying, Hey, you're on the uh you're on pace, TQ pace or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good that, point. That, that that's a good point. With the headsets, you really do you can really do that to your your driver and eight scale. So And nobody's would, monitoring that, right? It's not not like the NFL where they have a 15 second cutoff to the quarterback. So there's no like Roar Nationals, for example. Yeah. There's nobody monitoring those headset. You can talk to Mayfield the whole time during the race. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I, I think that's kind of something when they decided to allow the headsets that they kind of had to just know that that was happening during the race. You know, what was, what Mark Davidas told me was interestingly enough that when he went to Australia to race 91, but no, 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 no. This oh. is he went to Australia to run eight scale, uh, and he said up. that a lot of the a lot of the mechanics there had code words they would they would say during the races um, to coach their drivers so that wouldn't be considered coaching. Wow! So like they had like kind of like like their own little um, language. Yeah, you know, it's not like it was many things, but he just remembers he was there racing and he was like, well, this is weird. I don't know what any of these guys are talking about. And right. he figured out they, they had like their own little language. So it didn't sound like you were saying. Okay. You know. You know. <laughs> yeah. Pineapples. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, so this was at the world's? No, when he did that, it was just a, an Australian. Maybe it was a, a maybe like a FEMA race or not FEMA, FEMCA, two different words. So, well, just let me like LCRC Raceway here coming up, Mugen Challenge. If I had a headset and talking to Mayfield, I could talk to him the whole time without a problem, just because it's a Mugen race, I guess. You, I mean, at any race running eight scale with a headset, you can talk to the driver the whole time if you want. Yeah. And even roar if Mar. Yeah, yeah, you can. And nobody's monitoring that. No. So, so who? All right. But all these so. rules that we're talking about were prior to headsets. Right. Man, that's interesting. So you can tell Mayfield, hey, you're way ahead. Nobody's behind you. You're fine. I mean, what would it matter anyway? I don't. I don't know. Like, where would that be a disadvantage if you had somebody telling Mayfield info? Well, they don't want. Yes. They, it's not the disadvantage. It's the advantage of telling a racer the the old mindset that they that they made those rules about was that. Um, say you had 10 different two-wheel drive modified races and each qualifier, um, you know, say there's a driver out there and he's, he's driving his own pace 
And um, what they don't want you to do is a, as a person below the stand or the announcer call out how you're doing, and then you can adjust to that coaching, right? Hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. If so, you say you're way out in the lead, then you can conserve fuel, for example. Well, if you're well this is more about 10 scale. This is more about 10 scale racing where you could be out there cruising and you're thinking, Hey, I'm going good. This is a good clean run. And then they announce that your pace is off the TQ run. And somehow or another, you start driving faster and harder. And then you get the TQ and they would say, well, if you weren't coached to that, you didn't, you know, your natural pace was, was slower, but you were coached and you picked it up and that helped you TQ. So they felt like the best way to be fair was to not say anything about any driver's pace. It's not about, you know, they'll call traffic for you. They they'll, when you're up there driving, um, your qualifier. And if you catch up to somebody, they'll say, Hey, car four, you have a faster car approaching. And then you give them way and they tell you, thank you. But they don't sit there and just, you don't just have this guy just rattling, you know, just talking nonstop saying he's on a five Oh two pace. If he can get it down a half a second, he's wait. So you can talk to car four. The, no, the, the race, the race, the race referees talk to the drivers. Right. Okay. It's not. Okay. It's, it, God, it's, out of it's it. it sounds, it sounds more complicated than it is, but at the worlds, they have referees on the driver's stand. The okay. referees, the referees on the driver's stand talk to the racers through a separate PA, channel. through a separate PA system channel. In so, headset. No, no, no headsets. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, okay, there's no headsets in 10 scale. It's in 8 scale only. Yeah. So you're saying, so the referee talks to the PA announcer. No, referee doesn't talk to the PA announcer. Go ahead. The the referees talk to the drivers. Over the PA. That that, That is only on the driver's stand. Correct. Only on the driver's stand. Okay. So let's say Mayfield's right there and the referee's right there. What is he telling Mayfield? He's he's not saying anything to him until he either is the faster car in the race or if he's the slower car and needs to move out of the way. So, so he just whispers to Mayfield, Hey, move no, no, over. He, he, he does it into the, into the PA system on the driver's stand. Okay, man. I don't know if I'm listening to that PA system. Those I'm driving. Do you think those guys are really, you hear it. Yeah. They're, they're hearing it. Okay. I don't know. You're so in tune to what you're doing. You know yeah, how they I mean, say, well, you don't hear the crowd. You don't hear the. Well, that, that that is a thing. That is a thing for sure. And they will repeat themselves. Okay. Um, like, for instance, the guy that did the race refereeing on the driver's stand in Spain, he was absolutely on it. Like, you, you know, what we do here. And we're kind of bouncing between 10 scale and 8 scale, which is... Yeah, kind of, it's a little confusing, but Getting yeah. kind of confused. But let's just talk... So the, the 8 scale world last year. Okay. They're 10-minute qualifiers. <laughs> right? Right. 
and there's a warm up before the race. So when you set your car down for nitro, you come out of pit lane, you get on the track, you're warming up, you're not on the clock, right? Right. There's it's like two or three minutes long. So you get a couple laps, but you also have to take into account the racer needs to pull back into the pits to top off their fuel, right? Okay. Well, when you do that, you put you come into the pits and you top off your fuel tank, you're not allowed to stop or cut the track anymore. So say you're say you're Mayfield and you're Ty Tessman, for instance, you both decide to come in at the exact same time to top your fuel tank off before the qualifier starts. You're in in a, in a lot of races in here in America and other races, Mayfield could jump the track, Ty Tessman could jump the track, and they'll get apart from each other, right? Because they don't want to start next to each other. Right. So what but at the worlds, you're not allowed to do that. Wherever you come out of pit lane, you can't cut the track. You can't they don't even want you to slow down. You can't stop. If you stop or hesitate, the race referee on the driver's stand yells at you. Wow. So okay. if you want to space out, you have to think ahead. You have to say, look, me and Ty just came out, came to the pits together. If I want to space myself out from him before we get on the clock, I need to do that now. Okay. And makes sense. Yep. And, and if you hesitate where it looks like you're stopping, they yell at you and you can't cut the track. Like that's a big deal. You can't cut the oh. track. Right. Makes sense. So it's a big, it's a totally different way of doing things. And they all, they do all this because they feel that it's more fair in the long run to do it this way than it is to kind of do it willy nilly, like how we traditionally do it where, you know, at a lot of these races, you can do kind of whatever you want till the clock starts, right? If you want to cut the track 20 times before the clock starts, you can do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, you, you know, they, they'll kind of let you do whatever. So, uh, but at the world's, they have a set of things. There's a referee on the driver stand, and so wow. what? What you know? So jumping back to ten scale, I think what you can expect at hobby action will be there's the uh, the scores, take you know the scores table, the the scoring area where the race announcer will be, right? And they talk to the crowd. You know, so if there's, they talk to the pits, they talk to the crowd, they talk to the spectators, right? And and then the the referees on the driver stand talk to the racers. Okay. And so what you can expect is when you go up to your qualifier, um, you get like a, you know, you'll probably get a warm up lap, and then you got to pull in, and you'll have a a set position where you have to start from on the track and they'll start the qualifiers wherever you're either seated or you're qualified according to position. So, you know, Spencer, say Spencer goes out first, Brock Champlin second, Aiden Horn third, whoever fourth, fifth, they're running. Now, if that number one car, say whoever went out first, say he's leading, for instance, 
Mm. And he catches up to that car that started last. And you're ahead of him on the clock. Mm. They'll ask that guy to move. They'll say car number 10, you have a faster car approaching. Please give him room. And the referee says that to the the group of drivers over the PA system. Yeah. The PA system that's on the driver's stand. I'm not sure how they'll set that up, but that's how it's been in the past. And so, uh, and that's how they, that's how they like to do it. And so, but, but the announcer will just say, um, the announcer announcing to the pits and to the spectators, he will just say what car numbers are leading first, second, third. They won't say what time they're on or what their projected time is. They'll just say, Hey, who's leading, you know, you know, what's going on in the race. And it's a real kind of a blase um, feeling to the whole thing. You're not, people aren't yelling and screaming and telling jokes. And like Alex said earlier, he, you know, he, kind of um uh what's the what word did he use here uh, oh heckles yeah you, know, you kind of heckle people that you know and like they, they don't do any of that you know what I mean? right like it's, yeah it's, it's this is serious yeah like one of the last eight scale races i i ran a roar nationals and barry baker was the announcer and i was racing and I remember him, he was heckling me. He was heckling me while I was racing. You know what I mean? And it was. Uh, Barry Baker, when he was announcing. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I'd imagine that. That was probably well, uh, pretty funny. Yeah, you know, we know each other. Right. Um, but, I, you know, this is the Nationals, and I'm like qualifying, but he's like heckling me. And, but that's so you like, they don't do that. You know what I mean? Like at a race yeah. like that. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. At a race like that, that's not going on. Right. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is this too serious of a race for me to show up to? I mean, not that I'm going to create any problems. I think, I think you're going to like, I think you would like it. I think you'd be uh, like, dude, this is freaking cool. All right. Well, I guess I got to <laughs> book my flight. Uh, Mac <laughs> Vanderbeek. <laughs> Mac Vanderbeek. That's a that's a new name on the uh, Facebook chat that I've noticed. So I appreciate you joining the uh, chat. So Mac Vanderbeek, uh, Bartel uh, Bartel from uh, New Jersey. There, Bartel, New Jersey. Uh, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, I mean Mac Vanderbeek. He has. Um, that's the first time I've seen his name in the chat. So I got to give him a shout out. I appreciate you. Share it with your friends. Tell them to like the page, like the YouTube page. Let's go. You know, I think with Mac, he has both of his sons racing the worlds, and I think maybe even himself. I can't remember, but oh, he's racing the worlds. Um, his both of his sons are, I believe, for sure. Oh man, I might see you there, Mac. That's cool. I'll get I an think, autograph from Mac. I think that he might be better off not even watching. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? He, well, he said he, he he's going to get kicked out because he's going to be coaching, but it might be better uh, for him than that. Ah, you're fine. Just coach away. Do what you want. Larry Tom won't, Matt. He won't. He won't. He won't mind. Um, Bartel. Uh, and, um, you know, the other thing is traditionally when we have the world's um, 
when we have the worlds in the USA, it's not quite as serious as it is in the other countries. So what? It's the worlds. No, no, no. Like, no, the, the the structure is not quite as rigid. Like when these races are in other countries, the the structure of it feels much more rigid. In the U.S., it's a little more laid back. It still has that. I wonder how it feels for the Europeans, though. Maybe when they come over here, it feels structured. No, no, they're they're always no. like, they're like they're always just like, man, this just feels like a club race to us. Oh man, <laughs> I've been watching all the because uh, I'm getting jacked up for my Joel Johnson edition of the Ultima. I've been watching all the '87, '89 worlds on YouTube, and uh, it's been real exciting. So I don't know where I'm going with that but other than they've been over in europe mostly so pretty cool uh bartell jr saying uh from new jersey but he's living in south carolina i think he said that before but yeah that's cool yeah he's He's always checking in from youtube which is cool yeah yeah youtube go over to youtube guys i like that page i think we'll get uh, eventually banned from facebook so (laughs) i don't know why we get banned but i'm just saying that um, Mac uh, Vanderbeek saying, "Boys are dad, not so much. He's not wrong. So you're not wrong, Jason." Uh, Justin Jubert says, uh, "I would come to the worlds, but I have two. Con- oh, he has two concerts to attend that week." <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? Who's, who's this? This guy? motivates me who's even more it? to get to who, the worlds. Who, who is he? James Headfield or something? Yeah. Like he's yeah. got concerts every weekend. Like he's on tour. I know. What is he doing? Justin Juber. He retires from RC and all of a sudden he's going to all these concerts. Man, this motivates me even more to get to the Worlds. That way I can say, I was at the Worlds. You were not. Well, that's what um, that's what uh, everyone I mean, I could be doing. Yeah, and I could say, hey, I was at the Mugen Challenge and you were not. Imagine me mean? going to the Mugen Challenge and then the following month going to the Worlds. That completes my year. I'm done. You could go to the turf nats also with me in uh, at RC Madness. Then you could have the trifecta. Wait a minute. When's that? <laughs> the week before the world. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jason, what are you doing to me? Sorry, man. What are you doing to me? Carrie's going to be like, damn, you're really getting out there. <clears throat> Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Um, tune in Adam Peters. That's a new name for me, too. Um, maybe he's been in the chat, but uh, tune in from Arizona, so he's not far from uh, the world. How about yeah, Adam's, that? Adam's one of our racers, uh, J Concepts drivers, has done a lot of racing uh, over the years. He races, oh, yeah. races with Spencer quite a bit, he's been doing a lot of eight scale lately. Ah, so he's good, real good, right? Hey, he's a good racer, yeah. Awesome. Adam Peters, thanks for joining us, man. Spread the word. Get it out there. Share it. Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. You don't have to listen to the show. Just download it. <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't even matter if you download it or not, but anyway. Um, Jason Santos saying, Vonats with your ultimate. Man, I'm telling you what, bro. And I, I've been talking about this with Jason. I really don't know if I want to I I would never want to race it, to be honest with you. But, like, I'm going back and forth with Jason during the week. I'm like, man, should I get this radio? The uh, the, f- 
the Futaba 10px. I want to get the best radio, but Jason's saying I should get this and that. But I'm like always like, I want to get the best stuff. I'm never gonna race it, but I just want to know that I have it. I'm pretty weird, and Carrie can attest to that. <laughs> but I need to have like, I don't know what the best radio is. There, you know, Fatab is pretty good. Airtronics, obviously. But whatever the best radio is, I'd like to have it. Put it in there. It's probably worth more, you know, worth more than the car. But I'll deal with it. Um, do I want to race it? No, man. It's the Joel Johnson edition. I just want to keep it clean. I want to present it on the show. Show that I have it. Um, and here's the results here. If you look on the page here, Nick DeVito's in there. Fifth place there. Yeah, he's uh, on the screen right now. He's on the screen right now. Nick DeVito, Team Rip. You gotta pump that up from fifth place, Hold it Nick. Up, honey. Hold it up, honey. Show him what you got. Yeah. Oh, there's a low C bike. Yeah. There's a low C bike. I see somebody uh created an Evo Knievel low C bike. Um hold it up, honey. Show show everybody what you got. <laughs> so uh there it is, low C bike. Have you uh actually run that anywhere or just uh on the shelf still? No, it's just been sitting here. All right, well we'll take that. Uh Jason Santos again, the Ultima. I think I just want to keep it clean, but I want to have, I'm weird. Like I want to have all the best stuff in it. And Jason's like said to be Kyosho leaks and stuff. Like <laughs> it's fine. That stuff is good, man. I know it is. Yeah, it is. I just want to, I don't know what it is. I just want to have the best radio. I'm never going to rate. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I'm weird. I know, but whatever. Uh, Justin Juber saying, I just looked at, I really do have two concerts that week. Eh, whatever, Justin. Yeah, concert. If I go to the Mugen Challenge, you don't, that's pretty sad. Alex Sturgeon, uh, I'm doing 10 days at the Worlds and then uh, TCS finals following weekend. I'm going to hate RC cars for a while. Afterwards. I'll guarantee you. Alex will not hate RC cars. No, nah, you never. I think he loves them more than anybody, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Alex, so he's going to be at the Worlds, right? That's right. So, so we can hang out if I'll go, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if Alex wants to do that, but uh, whatever. Um, I believe Will's going too. Oh, Alex, Will Britton. Is Will going? Is Will in the world? I think so. Oh damn, Team Rip, baby, we're in the worlds. Oh yeah, oh, man. you got a lot more drivers yeah. running the worlds than you think. Well, I know I can't afford oh, some. No, of them. Will really? Alex I can't. Said no, Will. Will is not going. Uh, Did he qualify for the worlds? That's why I need to know. Actually, no, no, but he can. He could definitely resume in like everybody else. All right, Craig O'Brien, um, build an old school track and run the Ultima on it. Craig O'Brien, that's a new name to me on the uh, chat, so I appreciate you joining us. And um, I actually had some messages during the week, like, "Hey, I found your podcast." Like, you know, twelve years later, I found your podcast, <laughs> but I appreciate it. And uh, I think we're gaining more listeners, and uh, not that I even care, but I don't look at the numbers, but. Um, I appreciate the messages. And like I said to you, Jason, it seems like the podcast grows if we take time off, which is really weird. But um, 
since we're doing them weekly now, we're trying to get them weekly. I mean, Jason travels a lot. There's a lot of times he won't be able to make it. Um, and you guys don't want to listen to me, but we're trying to do it. We're trying to be more consistent. We're back to the way the rip used to be. And I've been getting messages from people in our um, inbox saying that uh, we appreciate it. So I thank you guys a lot. Seriously. I didn't really think that the show meant that much to people. So it's cool. And you said you had an email from somebody too saying that. So Yeah, all the time. <clears throat> um, yeah, what Alex is saying here is he said that's why he's traveling with his sister. I thought the sister thing was a joke. I thought he said he got a mechanics badge for his sister. I just thought that was a joke. But apparently he's he found himself a uh, a mechanic. Uh, a family. Why did he need to put me down as a mechanic? Yeah, you're done, man. Dude, Alex, you put me down as a mechanic? Boom. I'll help you out, bro. TQ and win. I don't know if you'll... I don't know if you'll win or TQ, but you'll be in the hunt. That's for sure. All right. Um, the usual su suspects in the chat. Don't be afraid to comment. Uh, Alex Sturgeon, I just got the Tamaya BBX, and then the Kyosho comes out with the Joel Johnson edition Ultima. Yeah. I will never save money. Yeah, same here, man. Well, you know what he should have said? I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King. Tiger King. Good one, Jason. Um, so what's the Tamaya BBX? Am I it's kind of like a it's a, I was looking at it today actually. It's a new it's a buggy they released a few months back. It's it's cool looking. It's got a cool look, but it's not really in today's day, it's not a competition car so much as it could be an entry level, but it would be like a spec vehicle. Like if you, you know, a lot of tracks run like spec slash or something. Right. You could run like spec BBX buggy class, yeah. and I think it would do pretty pretty well. It's a neat, it's a very cool looking car. Tamaya BBX. So I should Google that, look it up, see what it's about. Yeah, it's a neat looking vehicle. All right, but uh, Kyosho, Joel Johnson. Listen <clears throat> to my friends like Alex Sturgeon, Larry Tom. If I can't for some reason get the <laughs> Joel Johnson edition from Tower Hobbies, you guys gotta come through for me. Just put put one aside. Ask me. Say, hey, did you get one? If I got one, fine. If I didn't, I'll buy it off you, dude. I mean. Please, you cannot let me out of this edition. Alex already ordered another one for you. He said he's it's a. Uh, he said he's got the 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 price set at nine hundred dollars, and uh, you can. Oh man, come on! Don't be rude like that, dude. Come on. <clears throat> hey, he's got to be able to. Uh, there you go. All right, so Alex is saying he ordered three at the Hobbyplex. All right. Well, I have faith in Tower Hobbies. Hopefully, they come through for me. Tower Talk. This is, for, like I said in the last last podcast, this is the first RC car I've ordered. Since the last time you looked at yeah. Tower I mean, Hobbies. 
<laughs> in the magazine. And the only reason why I went to Tower Hobbies is because the listener said, hey, dude, they're up for pre-order. Go, 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 go. So I went right away, pre-order, boom, got my order number, everything. So hopefully they come through for me. Then I asked you on the podcast because I was like, is Tower Hobbies still a thing? Because I wasn't sure because they didn't have an image up there. It seemed like maybe it'd be a little sketchy. But Jason said, no, they're owned by Horizon now. So I was like, cool, I'm safe. As long as any, you know, as long as people at Horizon like me, you know, maybe they, somebody sees me, they don't, oh, man, that's Scotty. Delete that order. <laughs> but uh, I think we're safe with that. So I'm, I'm hoping. I can't wait to get it. The only problem is building it. Um, Jason Santos, there's a toss-up between you and Jason Rona. Jason, you offered to build that for me or somebody no, at the J Concept? No, I didn't offer to build it. You didn't offer to build that for me? I ain't building a piece If of I send it to you, you won't build that for me? I'm totally on Jason Santos' side. I'm like... He's probably the expert, right? Because he's a vintage guy. I'm, so I'm not going to build a piece of crap Kyosho for you. Oh, come on. All right. Well, I'm putting all my trust in the Jason Santos hands. And if I get that kit, because I don't have any tools, unless you guys send me tools, if you send me everything I need, Jason, to build this thing, I will build it. I will take video of it or pictures or whatever you need for the podcast. Me building the thing. Which would be kind of exciting because I haven't built a car since double X, double X four, I guess. Like ninety seven. <laughs> I guess, yeah, exactly. It would be, yeah, or the Magic Carpet Ride, whatever year that was. That was ninety six, I think. Uh, Jason Santos said, "You know, I'll buy one when they're blown out for one hundred twenty five because Kyosho. Well, they're not going to be one hundred twenty five. It's the Joel Johnson edition, dude." They'll be sold out. They'll only make a few, and uh, whatever. Don't don't be rude. Do, do you know Joel Johnson? Come on. I heard they were only making ninety nine of them, and uh, Tower was only getting two. <laughs> don't don't play with me, dude. <laughs> do not play with me. God, when Joel was at Trinity, I said, "Look, dude, I'll buy this Ultima off you. Where's it at? Let me buy it." At the time, I was saying four hundred bucks. Probably, you know, use a main next time. Alex Sturgeon saying, "Well, I mean, a main didn't have it up right away. I mean, Tower Hobbies had it up. Jason has a couple order from a main, right, Jason? I always got something on order. I, I'm I'm bad. I'm I'm just like Alex. I I buy so many RC cars. Don't." Uh, Listen, I've been giving this podcast for 11 years. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, if I can't get one, please somebody help me because you know what a Joel Johnson fan I am. So, yeah. Um, what's that? I said, whew, yeah, we do. All right. I'm sorry. Take a shot for every time you say Joel Johnson. Uh, and, jo- and Jason Santos saying he would suffer through the bill for me. So, yeah. Santos, you're building it when I get it. I appreciate you. Um, seriously, I'm not joking around. That's that's awesome. Um, I just don't have anything to build it, and Santos will come through for me. I'm not racing it, though, Jason. So when it's built, I want it to – you're going to even have to paint the body. I didn't realize I had to paint it the body. Like It's just all white. 
right, Jason? You were saying, and then uh, the decals. Yeah. yeah, I think you just put the decals on the outside. Right, the the stripes, the two stripes. Um, you're you're gonna have to do that for me, Santos. I'll pay you. Obviously, I don't expect anybody to do anything for me for free. Yeah, he usually does them for four or five hundred bucks. He gets them all. Delivered. Well, okay. Well, then I expect you <laughs> to do it for free. <laughs> Jesus, 400, 500 bucks. Um, Scott Spears saying, Larry Tom, order me order me one, please. So he wants a Joel Johnson edition. See that? Yeah, you're really going through here. I mean, you're selling them to everybody in here. Yeah. Come on, dude. He's the, he's the goat. Let's face it. Uh, Kevin uh, West is saying AE for life dog. So there you go, Jason. There's an associated fan. <clears throat> Who said I'm an associated fan? Uh, well, you're sponsored by them. Because I have a hundred associated cars. Santos, this is the thing, Santos. He's saying he's going to put a Reedy motor in my Ultima edition. That's not going to happen. Jason sent me links of what I should put in the car. Um, yeah, I see... I want something Trinity. Um, well, I don't know what Joel actually ran as an engine in the uh, worlds. Was it obviously it was a Trinity horsepower? But I don't know. I wish you can put an actual brush motor in there. Obviously, it's going to be you the brushless. Brush. You could put a brush motor in. Yeah, I guess I could. I see guys on eBay selling the uh, Trinity horsepower sticker from back in '87. That comes uh, with the car. Oh, it does. A Trinity, a Trinity decal to put on the motor to look like Joel's motor comes with the car. Oh, okay. Well, we're good then. Yeah. I don't care about the new stuff. I just want to make it. I don't know what I want to do because I, I'd like to get it ready to run, but never run it. Does that make any sense? It it doesn't, but I understand. <laughs> hey, you know what? I do the same thing. Everybody does that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so it doesn't make any sense, but I understand. I do the same thing. I'm I'm pumped up. And I messaged Joel. I said, hey, look. And he's willing to come on the show, talk about it, give me something a little extra special for it, like autograph something. I'm jacked, dude. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um,. I'm just going through chat because I'm way behind. Um, I think you're doing okay. Yeah, we're fine here. So this weekend, well, I guess we'll wrap it up here soon. We're an hour and a half in. I know it's getting late, but um, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. So the Roar Off Road Nationals this weekend, like you said, right. you got the three headed monster there. Paul, Hannah, and Tyler. And Tyler, is Tyler uh, calling a? Ra- Are you guys videoing it? And was you just Hannah, Hannah, does, Hannah videos the mains, and then we put them on YouTube. But she does the she'll do the coverage the entire time, and and um, you know, okay. we got we got another special guest that just jumped in here. Lee Setzer. Oh, he, there's Lee. He is Jero. He's racing this weekend. He's there. This is a, uh, you know, and Lee Setzer. I think this is the first time he's actually jumped in the chat. And he, I have to he say, he runs the decals. I appreciate Lee. Um, 
and I even, I think I dropped into a race and I, he put it on his sponsor sheet and I heard Ripcast. So, I mean, like I said, we can't offer these guys anything. I mean, I mean, I guess I could, but <laughs> it's nothing compared to what their main sponsors offer them. But I appreciate, and I understand because it's Jason on the show and stuff like that. But um, Lee, I appreciate all the support that you've been giving us and uh, giving us a shout out. So it really helps. So he loves you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it seriously. <clears throat> and we always uh, root for him. So. We got one of the members of the uh, three-headed monster on here now. Oh, here's Hannah Hardison. Uh, she's checking in, uh, watching from the air BNB at the Nats. Okay, all right. Was, Thank you. I, Hannah. Was, I was saying earlier that we have. Uh, oh, now we got two of them. Now we got Tyler. The other. Oh man, what's going on here, Tyler? Are they still? Are they uh, both in the? Uh, are they all in the air BNB here? Yeah. This uh, is a, we got Hannah, Hannah. How are Lee, we doing over there, Bruce? Tyler and Paul. Oh, there's Paul Wynn too. Jeez. <laughs> Just when we're gonna log off here. Um, yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. So this is yeah. episode two fifty one, Paul. Two fifty one. And like I said, we should be way up there, but uh we're we're cranking them out now. I got a whole new uh outlook and commitment. We're ready to rock. Another 10 years plus, if I lived that long, to be honest with you. I mean, um, ever since that Joel Johnson car came out, I mean, you just had a whole new... Uh, I've just been jacked, dude. Because this is what the Radio Impound podcast was about. Like Originally, when me and Kirby started it, we're like, hey, look, we know all these guys. We'll interview them. We'll talk about them. And I don't think we were pretty... We didn't put much thought into what happens when after we interview them. Like, what happens when we run out of guys? And that's where Jason jumped into the show. And man, like seriously, we joke around with you, Jason, but like, I can't, Jason's been a huge addition to the show because we're not, I'm not out there. I'm not out to these races every week. And Jason's able to come on here and give like two, three hours of his time on a Thursday night when he has to be at work next morning. <laughs> these are these are billable hours to the Radio Impound podcast. Bill, billable? I billable can't afford. Hours. I can't pay you back, dude. I can't oh. pay you back other than just saying thanks. But um, man, and then last podcast we were talking about it. Twenty thirteen, you came on and you're doing this. This ten years. Ten years later, dude. And uh, I, I can't thank you enough, seriously. So we yeah. joke around a lot. We bust your balls and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's been a huge addition to the show. Because otherwise I would have ran out of stuff in 2012. And then I would have been like, what else is there to do? <laughs> I'm not out there. So um, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. We got we got the crew from the Airbnb on here. We got Yeah, that's, a, Hannah, that's great, man. Hannah, Tyler, Paul, Lee, Lee saying that his uh, um, his, uh-huh. his truck is really good. Oh, we just had it in the background. The, the race was just up there. He was uh, sixth place. Oh, no, he's coming up. We'll see how he does here. Lee, oh, he's coming up right now? Okay. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, Lee. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's saying his truck is really good. 
Uh, Paul Wynn <clears throat> saying a very young 50. Paul Wynn's 50? I think Paul just turned 50. <laughs> wow. I would not admit to that. Like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to reverse my age. Like on, on uh, Facebook, I kind of like been, you know, took the years back. I kind of, instead of the actual year I was born, I just went back further or forward further to make it look like I was younger. And I had people messaging me like, man, I thought you were 49. I'm like, ah, I'm 46. <laughs> it's kind of hard to fool the people you went to school with. They're like, man, um, I thought we were the same age. Yeah, it's really weird, but I just can't deal with it. Uh, Nick DeVito. Oh, there's, there's Lee just crashed in front of us. Oh, man, don't say that. Don't, Gord, don't Gord, Gord marshaled him. Lee, he crashed in front of us. We're going to have to review your application to rip. <laughs> uh, Nick DeVito saying uh, you joked that you should have more episodes by now, but did you ever think you would reach 251? No, I Seriously, I didn't. Like, we started the podcast, and I thought, you know, we'll run through the people that we know. And that goes back to your question. There goes back to the adding Jason to the show. And if it wasn't for Jason, seriously, we wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't even be around, really. I mean, because I don't know what's going on out there. So I appreciate Jason. And uh, yeah, we wouldn't be at 251 at all without him. So. Um, Tyler Hooks is saying Paul's pissed he wasn't invited to the Legends race last weekend. What, uh, what the, the one? Oh, oh, you mean the Trinity Legend shootout? The one all we did was talk about Joel for like two hours, and he ran, <laughs> he, he, he ran one practice run. Yeah, that's and, Joel. And I go to check the results today, and he didn't even race. And then Josh Cyril never runs any of the practice and shows up and dominates. Well, you want to dominate Joel's racing. Well, no offense. They need to get together on this legends race, I guess, and uh, figure out when that they're all supposed to practice. And then they're all supposed to race. We can't have this. uh, They must be too big of stars. You know, that's right. When you're magic, when you're Joel, Max Johnson, you show up early and leave late. There's Spencer. No, you leave, you show up early. (laughs) You show up late and leave early. Sorry. Um, you know, I, I think that I do think that it would. They should have invited Paul over there. There's a lot of legends they could have in, invited. Yeah, well, seriously, uh, Paul, Paul Wynn would have been a great one. Uh, Mike Wood, that I used to work with. Uh, Kirby Han, obviously. Seriously, we joke around about it, but Kirby Han, he can race uh, oval and on road and off road. Um, let's see here. We got Paul Wynn saying lots of love. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of love flowing here, but it, it's serious, dude. I don't give you guys enough credit. Uh, Hold on, we're, we're kind of watching Lee out here in this race. Let's yeah. See. Uh, Lee Setzer saying, uh, Jason, guess what? I've had three Apple Crown double shots. Oh, oh man. Oh man. And he's racing. Oh, this is not live. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah. So he uh, he'll be going to bed early tonight, most likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is Lee going to? Um, oh, no, I, I just saw Lee jump off the jump. That's him, the little the little green monster out there. Well, this isn't live though. Well, no, no. They're but they're no. uh, they're all reliving it with us. <laughs> There's Spencer off on the infield too. 
He's loving life. <laughs> uh, John Bolton checking in here. Hobby Haven Raceway. Love that track. Uh, dang. I'll be 59. In, wow. John Bolton's going to be 59 in September. You admit that? I, I can't. I have a hard time admitting I'm going to be near 50 soon. Um, I'll be 59 in September last year in the 50s. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Lee, no, no, that's a green truck. Where's Lee? We, we need to start a 60 plus class. Uh, Paul Jr. is saying uh, this might be Paul Jr. from the uh, Orange County Choppers, maybe. <laughs> uh, Paul Jr. saying been loving the car action episodes and you'll be loving tomorrow night. Uh, Kirby Han will be joining us. We'll be doing a car action episode and maybe if Jason Rona even has time, he will be joining us also. We just got to put a limit on the Joel Johnson talk. Right. Well, come on. He's having the ultimate edition. That's the only why we're, you know, that's the only reason why we're going nuts over it. <laughs> ultimate edition, Joel Johnson, JJ. Uh, Paul Wynn saying Joel is lucky. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> Paul Wynn is saying Joel is lucky I wasn't there. Okay. Well, Joel didn't ra- he Joel he showed up. Race. No, he didn't race, Paul. I mean, he, he was the ultimate up. celebrity. He came in, he took a picture by his poster, ran a practice run, and took off. That's all he needs to do. He's the magic man. Uh, Hannah Larson. Mm-hmm. Private jet, maybe. <laughs> the the Trinity private jet. Yeah, Joel. Man, Joel. I wish. Dude, Joel buying Trinity. Come on. We, when we get on the show, we're going to ask him about that. He's like, I didn't even know it was for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, I know. Really. We didn't find out, but uh, man. Is Lee still on this run or what's going uh, on? I can't. His best three laps, 66.4 so far. So there's Tessman in here. Who's first there? Can't Brock read that. Champlin. Oh, Brock Champlin. There's Cavallari breaking his truck. Breaking? Yeah, you can see the marshals are pulling them off. Okay. Um, Hannah's saying Lee's truck looks good in this race. And uh, okay, it was just, but as uh, Tyler pointed out, he's just infield chilling. Or no, that's him st- stuck it in the pipe right there. Who? Oh, there he is, just pulling wide for Ty Tessman. All right. He was scared. Lease trucks. Oh, of course, it's a radial impound podcast powered. He's look at this. He just made it by Spencer. Spencer's yeah. having a rough one here too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to ship up an RC10T for Lee here. Something that has some rear traction for this. Race. I don't know, Jason, because Paul Wynn's saying, "Isn't that Lee broke in the infield?" Ah, I don't think so. That's not Lee. Could be. Um, John Bolton saying, you're welcome. He had another thing. It's like the big-time stars on Carson who leave after the appearance. Joel meets that status exactly. That's exactly it. Joel doesn't need to race these uh, shootouts or anything. doesn't need to run the complete race. No. Just show up, run maybe a heat, bail out. That's that's the the magic. Um, Jason Santos saying he built a car for Paul Senior a while back. 
So I wonder if that's the Paul, uh, you know, from uh, Orange County Choppers. That's what uh, I'm Paul Tuttle Sr. I wonder if that's the one that was featured in Car Action. If that's correct, Jason, uh, hit me up here. Um, because he on the screen right now. Oh, there he is. Picking up his stadium truck. Okay. There's there's Hannah. Where? Oh yeah, I see her. Yeah. Getting the getting the truck. Good. It's cool to see these when I watch some of these races on YouTube. I'm like, oh, I recognize. I'm like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I recognize that name right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Dave Bowman with a questioner. He's asking, are all the fast guys running buggy shots on their stadium truck? We Ooh. need one. Uh, we need one of our one of our members from the uh, the J Concepts uh, Airbnb to answer that. Wow. Well, so what's this about? All the fast guys running buggy shocks on the stadium trucks. Yeah, that's one of the hot things a lot of people do. Lower center of gravity. There you go. Okay. Look at that. Twenty some years removed, and I still guessed it. Um, when you got it. You got it. You know. Lee sets are saying yes. We are. So there you go, Jason. Yep. Paul Wynn, of course. Okay. Of course. Like it's suspected. Like we're running buggy shocks on monster trucks. Of course. <laughs> monster trucks, man. Wow. That's where it's at. Well, that's wild. Just when you think. So you imagine if you're a regular Joe, you show up to this race with your monster truck and you're like, yeah, I think I I like this. I got, you know. Stadium truck, not monster truck. Well, stadium truck. I'm sorry. Which reminds me, I was watching on YouTube the, you remember you asked me, hey, was that from the Worlds? But it was titled, remember that van I showed you with the? Uh, yeah. So it was titled 1993 Monster Truck World Championships. Does that make any sense to you? No. It was probably, I, I think that was the 93 Worlds. Okay. So for some reason, whoever uploaded it. Um. So what was I talking about the monster trucks now? Oh, the monster truck shock. So imagine showing up and you're like, yeah, I got this all set up. And all of a sudden you look at the pros and they're running buggy shocks on monster trucks. And you're like, oh, my God, what is going on here? It's crazy. Because I imagine there's some, you know, casual rate, not casual, but non-sponsored drivers right yeah absolutely and they show up and you find out that the pros are running buggy shots on buggy shocks on monster trucks stadium trucks stadium trucks whatever you want to call them um honestly if you're coming to this race i think you have to enjoy the experience i think the buggies on this surface probably work better you concentrate yeah. on your buggies. Uh, they're a little easier to get working. And you, you get those going. And truck, you have some fun. You try to get a little closer on setup. And maybe by the time qualifying or that second day where you get to your two last rounds, the track will be a little better. And that's where the trucks will run, run better. So are you running monster truck shocks, stadium trucks on stadium truck shocks on buggies? No. No. Isn't that weird? Like, when you think about it, you're like. 
It doesn't necessarily blow my mind, but, but I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, Tyra Hooks is saying, Jason, the belly is out. Full belly out guy. Lee likes to scare us with his belly. Okay. He, he will, oh, yeah. I remember that race you were showing me. Yeah. When the car was coming around. Lee lifted up his shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm out there. I'm racing, and Lee's <laughs> showing me the belly. And uh, I had to keep concentration. You know, it's it's tough. Right. Okay. I was having trouble up on that corner anyway, you know, without the belly. <laughs> So you, so you really see that and then distract you. Yeah, I mean when somebody lifts their shirt up in the back um in the back corner. Right. Um it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard not to look. That goes back to me thinking, you know, when we used to have uh, interviews on here, I'd say, "Hey, do you ever when you're driving, my main problem was like in Mayfield and Dakota and Spencer and all these guys when they're driving, they're focused. I mean, it's just I'm focused, but when I'm driving, I'm thinking about halfway in the race. I'm thinking about other things. Like when I was up at the vintage nationals before I broke my aluminum turnbuckle, I was thinking about other stuff other than the race. Like, it's just weird. Like that's what I think separates these guys from the other guys. Like you're able to stay focused what you're doing. Like when you watch Mayfield, Dakota and Spencer race, like when I watch them at art, you know, nationals or whatever, Mugen challenge, these guys are focused. And I don't think anything runs through their mind other than a race. And I know there's drivers out there and you can admit it in the chat if you want to, that your, your mind just goes off and you're thinking about that. I leave the stove on at home. Do I have enough gas? I'm like, I don't know. Just weird things. That's why I was never able to put it all together. Now, Kirby Hand, for example, probably was just focused on a race. Like, it's just amazing to me that these guys, you know, you know, in the Mugen Challenge, Mayfield will show up, look at the track, go out there, dominate. Who else is going there? Dakota and them? Uh, no, but there are some very good drivers that are going to Very be. good drivers. These pros just focus on everything. And for some Look reason, he almost Spencer almost or whoever, somebody just almost ran into him. At least like, that's her another one. Marshalling. I mean, these guys are just, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but you got to admit to me, the non pros, your mind wanders while you're racing. And that was the main, you know, I joke around while I leave the iron on, but like my mind wanders and I just screw up somewhere. Honestly, you know, I kind of feel like there is a ritual when you're, when, you know, to me, when I was racing my best, there's a ritual that you go through every single time. Um, but you know, kind of like the NBA players doing a free throw, like there's a, there's a ritual that you go through to kind of lock in. Right. You get, you get locked in before the race, you find your place to stand you find the position you want to be in on the driver's stand and, and you get locked in. Um, and, you know, you just, that's how you do it. And, you know, I think it's natural for people to wander a little bit while you're driving. But you think, think that's what separates the pros no, from the normal Joes? 
No, I think I think um, I think everybody's mind can wander a little bit, but I think ultimately, um, it's just it's really about how how in tune you are, and how, what do you have a knack for driving these cars? And some people just have the knack for it, and other people don't. That's really and it and people that aren't people that are very good at it. Um, they can be thinking about other things and doing it. The, the most difficult thing I've found for everybody is talking. If you're like trying to be videoed and you want to talk on the video while you're driving, that's hard. But I think your mind can wander around, but you can't sit there and talk to somebody. Um, like when we do these videos with Hannah and we've done some with Spencer and Dakota, where we ask them to talk and give feedback while they're driving, you can tell it's hard for them to do that. And it's because, but if you stand next to them and you try to talk to them a little bit, you can do that. Right. But um, if, if, but if you're being videoed and you're mic'd up and you're trying to give feedback, the problem is, is you're, while you're thinking about it, you're already past that section and you're onto a different section, right? <laughs> like just the lap time, the lap time is only, you know, 16, 17 seconds, whatever they are. And it's hard to actually comment live while you're driving because you're past while the, when you start talking about something, you're three, four turns past where you started to begin with. So it's really kind of weird. Um, it would be easier to talk over, I think it would be easier to talk over a video that was already done. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think all these guys, I know I have, I, I've thought of different things while I'm driving, but I think it's about being locked locked in prior to the race it's about being locked in and doing a, a similar ritual each time and 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 then feeling confident about it um, something that these guys don't probably have at the moment in the stadium truck yeah uh spencer rifkin joined the chat what's up spencer we got all the fast people in here. That's right, man. Uh, Spencer. Oh, he's talking to Lee here. My truck was no better, so don't feel bad, Lee. Okay. All right. Um, you wait for those last two rounds of qualifying in stadium truck. That's what we're hoping for. If the track's getting better a little bit, hopefully by then we can do it. All right. Uh, Spencer, he's going to be at the Mucan Challenge? He's not. Oh, man. All right, well, I'm going to be there. How weird is that? I'm going to be there. Spencer's not. Maybe I should race. Uh, nah, never mind. <laughs> Don't even I actually that. could race this if I show up on uh, Friday, right? Because Friday is seating. That's right. Man, if you had a car for me, how awesome would that be just to see where I finished? You could do it. I guarantee I wouldn't finish last. 20-some years removed. Would not finish last. I think you would finish last. Seriously? Yeah. If you brought a car to me to the Mugen Challenge and just even, yeah. you know, had everything else, 
I would finish those last. Tracks are, those tracks are Jason. Hard. I guarantee that I would not finish last. I would put this podcast online if I finished last. I would not do a podcast ever again, even though that would probably bring, bring a lot of joy to people. But I would not do one again. Fly Sky. That's Spencer's. Uh, this is this is the radio, right? This is the radio I was telling you about. Right. I looked it up because I'm trying to find a radio for my Joel Johnson edition Ultima. Take another shot, people. <laughs> and uh, Jason blew this like he just because uh, I'm like, man, this Fataba 10px seems like what everybody's talking about. And Jason's like, hey, look up the Fly Sky while you're at it, and I'm like, damn, what is this all about? <laughs> I'm like, Fly Sky, I never heard of this company. I mean, I don't even know who you know, but the radio looks cool. So, uh, whatever. I mean, if it works, it works, but. Uh, be kind of cool to have something different than everybody else has because everybody has what Futaba Electronics Spectrum. What did I tell yeah. you? What did I tell you Kale? about Futaba? Uh, <laughs> that they're awesome. Yeah, I said that. I think it's visually the coolest looking radio. I right, think it, it feels, looks. It feels good, mm. and I think it's the newest one out. The M17's been out a while. The Futaba's been out. L- less time, but um, but yeah, the 10px. The the all the rage right now is the fly sky. So here's the thing with me, and Jason knows this. I'm always worried about buying something, and then it's outdated like a next month or two or three or four or five. <laughs> so when I'm looking up the 10px, I'm like, man, there's videos. Like I was watching Adam Drake explaining the Fataba 10px. And I'm like, the video is a year old. So is there a, and I understand the 10 PX means 10 models, but is there 11 PX coming out? Like, is there something like, I don't want to buy this. And then Fataba's like, Hey, look at this. We got this brand new thing. It's super fast. The crazy part is I was trying to tell you, I'm like, dude, any radio you get will be a hundred times better than any radio you had in the nineties already. This stuff is so good. Right. What did I use at the Vintage Nationals for uh, the RC10 that you had me run? I was I probably had a um, it was probably a that was probably a M12 at okay. the time. All right. Uh, John Bolton saying I should race my Joel Johnson car. No, I mean, I guess I could race that at pit stop hobbies, but really, do you want to race that? Because here's a dilemma: Do I have it built by Jason Santos? Or do I keep it in the box, which I really don't want to do because I want to build it and then have it show it on the show, you know, and just look at it sitting here on the desk. And uh, it's pretty cool, man, because my birthday's coming up. I uh, Hannah just mentioned the, the Traxxas TQI radio. I bet you that's better than the last radio you had in the 90s. All right. But I want the, Jason, you know how I am. I want the top of the line, even though I'm not going to use it. I know. You didn't get that Futaba, man. All right. 10px, right? $700 radio. $300 I mean, on eBay, it's cheaper than that. So here's the thing I was going to ask you is on eBay, I found one for like 580 bucks or something. So what servo, steering servo, am I installing um, in my Ultima? Huh? It depends. Do you want to go with a... Um, <laughs> Do you want to get with your the same Futabu Futaba servo? 
So the eight hundred dollar one comes with a servo, right? I don't think so. No, what I'm saying so. is, if you want a servo, are, do you want a Futaba servo? Because you have to buy that separate too. Okay, so it does just come with the transmitter and the receiver. Yeah. Okay, so I found it on eBay for five eighty, which isn't bad. Right. I mean, that's nothing. So, all right, be worth more to the car, but I just want to have it decked out. Oh, it's never oh. gonna run it. <laughs> Anna's so. got another recommendation: the Spectrum DX5 rugged. If you're uh, Spectrum Spectrum DX5 rugged, if you're feeling fancy. So what's? I mean, I don't know. I'm hearing mixed things about Spectrum, so I don't know who's Spectrum owned by. Horizon. That oh, that's that's Horizon. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. So I'm not, I'm hearing mixed things, not from uh, Jason or anybody, but I'm hearing mixed things in the chat. You know, I, I, I watch YouTube videos. I look in the comments and then people, you know, so I'm easily persuaded. That's why I can never be on a jury. Um, so, but I'm watching a lot of these Fataba Tempe X commercials or um, YouTube videos. So, um, I just want to deck that deck it out and have it here and just be like, Hey guys, Look, and then just sit it here, never touches dirt. Just want to be able to know that it runs. Hold and, it up uh, nice and high, honey. Show everybody exactly. what you got. Yeah, we'll show everybody what you got for Christmas, Jason. Hold it up nice and high. Yeah. Got it. That's how I am. It's a it's a the disease, man. Like I just uh this is weird for me, though. Like I said, it's the first car I purchased in 20-some years, and um, I just want to have it ready to run and never run it. Um, John Bolton saying, e ever even the Horizon radio is better than anything Gotti has owned. I'm so Horizon you, has radio. Are, all these radios now are so nice. You know, Lee mentioned up here earlier that my favorite radio is the MT44, and I do. I told you that. I love that radio. That's the one used for your monster trucks, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It. What's like, so amazing about it compared to the 10 PX? Well, no, it's not the highest end radio, but it, it feels nice. The size, it's smaller, it's lighter weight. It has all the functions we use, uh, you know, for what we're doing. And uh, I have it on all my monster trucks. And Does it feel better than the 10 PX? Is that what it's you're saying? Light, it's lighter. It's, it's, it's lighter. Actually, it's a smaller, lighter radio. Got you. All right. And here's the other thing. Like, um, I'll never be able to adjust anything on it because I won't understand any of it. Oh, man, this seems pointless to me, but I got to have the best stuff. Because <laughs> I, text, I text Jason. I said, what's the best radio available? And he's throwing all these other things at me. And that was one of them. The MP uh, or the uh, 14, you said? MT44 or the MT5 yeah. would be perfect for what you're doing. All right. Which is which not. Which is, <laughs> which is oh, my God. Thank God. Uh, uh, somebody asked me a question here. What was it at? Uh, yeah. Lee Sesser says, did, did you join the social club for racecraft? What's that mean? We invented, we invented the social club. For racecraft? No. 
What the hell does that mean? Uh, there's actually, there's just a, he's just referring to, there's a company called Racecraft that they wow. are, I think they're calling when they're sponsoring people, the social club. I don't know. I'm, I'm not like down with all the exact the lingo, but it's something to that effect. All right. Well, we'll skip that. Nah, we'll skip that. All right, so we'll get going here. It's getting late, but um, I appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, this was 2.51, and we plan on coming back tomorrow night as long as uh, everything goes well. We're going to do a car action episode. We're going to look for the uh, Joel Johnson <laughs> take a shot uh, when he won. <laughs> hey, it's the year of magic. Joel Johnson, come on, Jason. You got to get pumped up. I'm and pumped. uh I can't wait till he's on the show. Then everybody would be taking shots. You got to play along. Take shots every time we mention his name. So, um, so we plan to come back tomorrow night. Look at an episode or uh, issue of RC Car Action. We're gonna try and find the uh, J- Kirby wants me to find the when J or uh, yeah Jesus who when Joel won the worlds with the Evolution Ten. And we'll have to have Paul on because he was at that race. So. Well, Paul's at the uh, Roar Nationals, so will he be able to come on like uh, 7, 8 o'clock at night? Yeah, they'll be done. It'll be the same time. All right. Well, Paul Wynn, if you're listening, pencil it into your schedule, and we'll put you on the show with us. And uh, um, Paul can tell us all about the cheater batteries they were using. Oh, who? Who was using cheater batteries? No, Joel. Oh, please. This is this is where, you know, whatever. This is a bunch of- <laughs> Yeah, tell us, Paul. I'd love to hear it. Here's a new name to the uh, Facebook. Uh, Edwin and Buffy uh, McTurris is uh, he's saying. Yeah, he's saying the CS2P is the way to go. What's Honestly, that? that's the best feeling radio of all time. The CS. We just called it the CS, but um, yeah. Who's that made by? That was a Airtronics or Santa Mall radio, CS2P. So, seriously, Jason, who is the tops? Like, if you had to rank them, is it Airtronics, Fataba, or is it Fataba Airtronics? Well, there's okay. no Airtronics anymore. It's San Juan. It's San Juan, whatever. Why? Why they? Why they change their name? San Juan. Well, they like, didn't. Well, they didn't. San Juan has always been the. It's, it's always. I understand that, but why? Where'd Airtronics go? The Airtronics was the name of the distributor for the San Juan radio. And Airtronics just sounds so much better. It. I, I did like it. Airtronics was cool. Yeah. God. What is going on here? So where's KO in this mix? I honestly, when I was Googling those photos, um, I put that picture up with the fly sky just to, just to uh, rub Spencer uh, <laughs> about uh, his Futaba radio. And, uh, but I bumped into the K the KO looks badass. Like, honestly, if I send you a picture of the KO, it looks like one of the more badass radios. So what KO is this now? I don't even know the number of it, but it's really cool. Um, All right. I just remember from back in the day when I was using KO, people said that the Aerotronics was faster, San Juan, and KO was slower because I had the KO Mars. 
but I I mean the KO Mars was just as good as any of those other radios. Yeah, so it wasn't the radio then. They're full, sh- whatever. Um, so we're looking at photography. I think we have you know Edwin just checked in here. Edwin Materials. Oh, there's Edwin. I I, I, I want to say he might have been at that '92 Worlds too, so he can tell you about Joel's cheater battle too. It's no cheater batteries. Edwin uh, Buffy here. You mean he was at the 92 Worlds? That's, I believe so. What? Yeah. He looks young in this picture here. I think you're mistaken. He is. He's only 20. Well, how was he? At the, <laughs> wait a minute. 92 Worlds? Yeah, he was there. <laughs> wait a minute. What, how old would he be? You're, you're messing with me. All right. Edwin's, Edwin's a little older than me. He's probably right around Paul's age. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. But he was there. He'll tell all, tell you all about the cheater packs. Too. Oh, he will, right? Okay. Cheater Trinity packs? That's right. I mean, there was tech inspection, right? They passed. Well, we'll get into that on the episode. <laughs> what episode? <laughs> what? What episode? Those batteries were really, really heavy. We'll oh, whatever. That's that's BS. You can't take away magic. Paul said he got a he got a. Uh, he got I want. Paul got one of those batteries for his main at that race, and his he went up there, and his his car just like clunk on the weight. He said, uh, you know, he was like borderline borderline on the weight the whole weekend. He put a those batteries in for the main and the just scale just bottomed out. That's BS. <laughs> Calling BS on that. Just haters. Hater, haters will hate. All right. We were playing by the rules. I mean. Okay. I remember that 2003 meeting. I bet. What's the point? What's the point oh, of all this? Look at, going look Look at Edwin. Look at his next comment. What's his next comment? Hashtag truth, Jason. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Hey, you know what? Masami cheated too. So there you go. Jason said it. All right. This was 251 Radio Impound Pocket. I appreciate everybody joining us. There's some new names in here. I appreciate that. Share it with your friends. Um, try and get the YouTube channel Radio Impound Podcast. Go in there, like it, subscribe. Um, and uh, yeah, appreciate everybody joining us. So, Jason, thank you for your time. Get that car action posted up tomorrow. Show people what what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna go search for which one uh, Kirby wants me to put up there. Uh, Kirby plans on being on show, and maybe even Jason Rona would be showing up. How about that? And we think we'll be able to talk about the first two rounds of qualifying at the Roar Nationals. That'll be tomorrow. That'll be good. Yeah. And um, uh, so we mentioned at the top seeds today were Dakota in four wheel, Dakota in stadium truck, Brock in two wheel buggy. Wow. I think uh, Talon Henley in 17 5 buggy, Doug LaRiviere in 13 5, and 13 5 stadium truck was Brennan. Edwards, and was there any more classes? The Masters, 40-plus. I know Paul was second. I can't remember the guy that T. 
TQ or top seeded at the off the top of my head, but he's from the Hoosier um, the Hoosier Hobby Plex. In uh, I'm just watching the video here in the background, but he's from the track in Indiana, uh, where where the Henleys are from. So. Oh. Uh, that's what I can remember off the top of my head on the top seeds, but we'll see how they can convert. Yeah. Uh, I noticed uh, the results are kind of up and down, but I think uh, the, from what they're saying, the track is improving, getting uh, more consistent and everyone's feeling a little more comfortable. Uh, they all started off, I think, not doing so hot and everyone's kind of coming together a little bit. So, uh, Hopefully, all the work pays off. Uh, someone, <laughs> someone just messaged me actually and said, "Hey, are you at the track?" No, that's just my green screen. <laughs> it looks like you're on the driver's stand. Looks like you're on the driver's stand. Like you're the yeah, race. Yeah, right. Like, can you imagine if I was actually like I would be at this race? Come on, like I'm trying to get to a race that's fifty some miles from me. Can you imagine? wherever this is at Georgia. So no, I'm not at the track. It's cool. Um, seriously. Um, appreciate everybody joining us. And maybe, um, like I said, we're going to return tomorrow night. We'll do a podcast and, um, I'm not going to promise anything, but sometimes me and Jason hop on on a Sunday afternoon, uh, during the mains, we do kind of like a watch along. So if you want to go back, I didn't post an audio version of that. Cause it's kind of, Obviously, listening to that audio, we did a uh, Wicked Weekend, right? We caught the uh, Truggy A-Main. Yeah, that's right. So you can go on YouTube and, you know, if you care to listen to that, Jason gives his insight on what's going on. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we may or may not do that on a Sunday, but uh, we would let you know. Uh, here's a new name to me, too, Jason. Uh, Chris Lemon uh, checking in. This is, uh, where is the matchman? <laughs> Where is the Magic Man qualified? That is all that matters. That's exactly right, Chris. I mean, this is the guy. This is my man right here, Chris. I know Chris as well, and uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, it's just I, I'm so so I over. We spent like two hours. We spent like two hours talking about Joel last weekend, <laughs> and he didn't even run the race. I, I can't even believe that. I thought. Yeah. I was just thinking, yeah, he started off good. He won that first one we, we were looking at. And he I'm won, thinking, right? Yeah, he, he did. He TQ'd or whatever it was that first run. <laughs> and he and, failed. And then he just failed. I was just <laughs> like, I'm out of here, guys. I love it. That's exactly – that's magic. Disappearing act. Right it's, there. it's real magic, man. That is awesome. Um. Oh, Chris saying he had to leave for some reason. Okay, well, it's magic. Because he already TQ'd. <laughs> he already TQ'd. <laughs> nah, well, we hope everything's well with magic, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you, I mean, obviously we joke around. You don't know the real story. Right. I've left a ton of races myself, and uh, there's always a reason sometimes. Um. Yeah, I left the race once to watch a game seven in the NBA. Um, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I wow. actually I, I TQ'd a, a Florida State series race here, and then I left before the main so I could go watch a game seven. But hey, whatever. Chicago, obviously. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, this was after that. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so we don't know the whole story. Um, oh, no. Um, we don't know the whole story there, so we hope everything's well with Joel. Um, uh, Paul Wynn saying, uh, well, we will skip that question. <laughs> or uh, answer. Uh, Chris Lemon saying, is that the uh, Cavers Warriors? Was that the Game 7, Jason? <laughs> no, actually, it was the the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers game seven. This mm-hmm. had to be about Oh one or Oh two, maybe. Oh, wow. Jeez. It went to the last play. Vince Carter missed the last shot. Okay. All right. Well, left the race for that. Wow. Well, That's the, crazy. Now, when I think back, I should have just stayed and tried to win the race. Cause, <laughs> but but hey, you know what? It seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Don't worry about it, Jason. Okay. All right. 251. Thank you. Uh, 1970. What's this mean? 1973 for sure by Tyler Hooks. He's saying that's when the race was. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you know, everybody joining. I was watching you today, Tyler. You, you got better, man. Yeah. So we're going to check out this race uh, tomorrow, Saturday, right, on, on LiveRC.com? That's right. All right. On, uh, well, on YouTube. Yeah, LiveRC, check them out. Obviously, you don't need me to tell you that. I guess I'll check it out and see what happens. Best of luck to all the guys there, all the J-Concepts drivers, and especially uh, guys rep- representing Radio Empire Podcast, like Lee Susser. Yep. Get, Lee's got to do it up tomorrow. Do it for the belly. Is Paul Wynn racing? Because he represents Rip all time for us. Yeah, Paul's racing. He's uh let's go. The problem with Paul, if he wins, he's gonna have to retire another car, and then he'll wow. have two cars retired, and then he's gonna have to build two new cars. So that's no problem for him. I just gave away my B six point three today. Dude, what? <laughs> yeah, um Sunny okay. Santucci. Sonny Santucci told me he's going to come to uh, Beachline this year for Carpet Champs, and I, I'm going to give him another car. So I sent him one of my old cars. Um, wow. Okay. Santucci, congratulations. Jeez, I've been trying to get a car off of Jason for I don't know how long. The key is, is you got to race it. Oh, we you have to race it. We know Sonny's going to he's going to kick some butt. He's going to work hard <laughs> and race it. So I'll give, All him, right, well, give him everything. Hey, there's a monster truck race up here at uh, in Bloomsburg. It's not, uh, I don't know who's run by. But um, yeah, hook me up and I'll go and dominate and win. Jake Concepts, baby. Here we go. Hey, you can run it, Paul. Just get that thing dialed in for, uh, I got to run that at Hoosier or something next time. So Hey, I actually stopped into a, uh, I was in, you know, in the store and somebody said, hey, they saw my J Concepts license plate frame. Oh, nice! Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, hey, what uh, world champ? What's that about?" And I explained to them, they're "Like, oh yeah, RC cars, yeah." So they said they would check it out. So there you go, Jason. How about that? That's a little advertising. My J Concepts frame there on my car. You know, I think the Paul's talking about my car. He almost ran it here, but shocks were blown out. So I passed. Were blown out, but I think the last time I had those shocks. Um, Redone. I think. I think Lee Lee might have did those shocks when we were at uh, Adrenaline a couple months back. I don't, know, I don't. 
No, Tyler Rooks is saying that Lee took four hours building. No, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just didn't take enough time on him or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly. What Why happened. would it take you four hours to build shots? I guarantee I can make them way under that. I I, I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. All right. Well, Lee, check in on that sometime and let us know why it takes four hours. To build. And feel free, you know, if you well, guys. I mean, I guess it's an hour of shock. I mean, is it that bad? If you guys have some extra time, go ahead and work on the shocks. That's fine. Because you probably got to replace this and that, the uh, the little rings and. Uh, yeah, you change the, the brush and spring combination. Like Paul Wynn's saying here, the eclipse pop off, then Maybe you fly the over here. Maybe the eclipse popped off. That could be. Yeah. 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 That's where I always think the pros had the advantage on the shocks. Like, they know more about, especially when Losi came out with, well, when, no, it wasn't Losi, was it? With the par- was it Paragon with the two-stage sh- two shocks? Those are the jump jets. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I always felt the pros knew more. <laughs> jump jets. I always felt the pros knew more about the shocks than I did because I was just changing shock oil, but other guys were drilling pistons, doing different things. And I'm like, how do you guys know? Like when you go to track, I just always felt the pros obviously knew more than me. But like, how do you know how to drill the shock pistons? Like, here's to- the number one thing that the pros know better than anybody else. They know how to drive. That's so it's the just number- driving. You think that's like- the number? No, that's the number one thing. Throttle, throttle control, no. throttle driving. That's just driving. That's number one. And then everything else is number two, three, four, five. But that's the thing they're the best at is driving. So it's just like looking at like, so when Mayfield, Dakota, Spencer show up in the track, they look at the track. They're like, oh, I need a throttle like this through this section. Where me, I'm no. looking at track and I'm like, I have no idea what the hell to do. They don't do that. So when they're walking track, aren't they taking in all that info? Like. I'm going to triple this or double this or whatever. What what are they doing? The the second you see the track, you don't have to walk it. I mean, I I know when I just go on the driver's stand, I can look at the track and tell you what's kind of going to happen. And usually their very first lap, they're pretty much attacking every section exactly. In practice. Oh, yeah, the very first run. If there's a triple, they're tripling. If it's a double, they're doubling it. So you're telling me when they practice, that's when they're learning the track. It's almost like they're not just looking at it and vision what they need to do. You're almost so in touch with the car that you're already doing all that the very first time out. Okay. We'll talk about that a whole other show. It, it is a whole other couple hours, but yeah, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. When I went to a race, I always felt like the pros already have – well, obviously, they're pros. I mean, but it just felt like they always had the upper hand no matter what. Um, all right, so before we head off here, this is a Facebook question here from Eric. Uh, can't even pronounce your name, last name, Eric. Can you, Jason? 
You know what? It feels like a, I, I think we've had a question from him before. Oh, okay. So he's saying uh, if you travel to a race that's a different out altitude than your home or fly into a race, should you rebuild your shocks? Uh, yeah, everybody says yes. You definitely want to do that. But how do you – okay, so here's – it goes right back to my point where when you show up to a track, like let's say you go to Larry Tom's track – how do I know how to rebuild my shocks? Like, okay, obviously everybody at local that's racing here is using, let's say, 30 weight. I mean, I, I feel that's where I'm missing everything. Shock. It's always yeah, shock. We'll talk about that in the next show. All right. Sorry, Eric. Jason but, no, talk no, 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 but Eric, go. no, what he's saying is, he what he's asking is should he redo his shocks because of because, the altitude changes because of the air the thinness and stuff well yeah because of the different unit you know, altitude and for sure you all the guys they'll sometimes show up with no shocks on the car because they'll they'll right away when they get in the building like this they'll just they'll redo the shocks right away they don't change them but what they do is, is they put different oil they put new oil in it because of the the flight chain. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're using the same weight, for example. Yeah. But they're building it there at the track, and the air, the yeah. thinness of the air, and whatever is taking over. Yeah. Gaia. Yeah. They they are doing that. I mean, the last the travel races that I've done recently. I mean, I've gone there with my shock straight off the plane, and I've ran and thought it was fine. But you know, but if you're gonna do it to that extent then those guys would tell you that they would definitely do the shocks right when they get to a new location. Right at the track. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I hope that helps you out there. Um, and then Paul Winsane just asked Spencer. So yeah, that's a, that's the beauty of this thing here. We'll wrap it up, but you can always ask these pros on Facebook, um, you know, and they'll probably get back to you. Uh, Jack Brunson, Jackson Brunson, we're, we're live. <laughs> we're live and we're, we're starting here. This is 251 already on Pound Podcast. Welcome to the, the new episode here. We're starting over now because, uh, Jackson Brunson joined, uh, joins us. Um, Eric says, thanks, Jason. It helps. No there you go. All right. That's what it, that's what it's about, man. Seriously. Um, Man, just getting the mind of these pros. I look forward to um, attending uh, the Mugen Challenge and uh, just taking in, watching these guys. I like, I just like watching like uh, Mayfield and them wrench. You know what I mean? And uh, not that it helps me, but um, Jackson Brunson saying it's four four a.m. over here in Ireland. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You're complaining that it's. Uh, 10:51, but it's 4 a.m. over in Ireland, Jason. What's uh, Jackson doing over in Ireland? Is he? Uh... He's working, man. Oh, okay. He's got a he's got a good job, and he's uh, killing it. He's doing well. He's uh, he's out. He's out of the country for work. All right, Jackson. Well, make sure you represent uh, J Concepts and Radio and Pound Podcast over there. <laughs> Spread the word. All right, Jason, thanks for joining us. This is 251. We'll see you tomorrow night, maybe, Jason. I don't know. Yep. And we'll review a uh, – we like doing those radio control car actions and uh, 
I go on Boost. Head on over to Boost, Radio Control Car Action Boost. And uh, like I said, it's $50 a year. Or you can do even, uh, you know, you can cancel any time. You can do $6 a month or whatever. And they have some cool stuff in there. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And head over to jconcepts.net. Good idea.